gaming and tech. We are back here again on a Wednesday, six o'clock, twitch.tv slash get no. I keep wanting to say that. Tech Prime Media. <laughs> anyway. So if you ever want to join us live, that's where you can join us live. You can also join us live on every other Saturday for D D, which will be this Saturday coming up. So be sure to stay tuned. But anyway, the podcast this week. We got a number of stories. We've got obviously some GTA publisher files trademark dispute over the world's rock star and bully. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so Ubisoft NFT announcement. We also got a RGB smartphone cooler. And the reason why I post this is because I wanted to point out how dumb this is. That's really the only reason we're getting to just to stupidity. <laughs> also have the Game Awards. The wonderful Game Awards, which is tomorrow. So we got some nominees. And really strange that they picked Sting. Yeah. Is that I mean, what? Okay, whatever. No, no, none of it's strange. If you understand that the people nominating and the people setting up the show are journalists and um, what's his name? Uh, Dorito Pope, Jeff Keighley. Then you understand that it's, it's perfectly down their alley because they don't know or understand gaming at all. Well, I think it's, well, it's some of the same people who are looking at we're doing production and they picked like good people the last few years. Like they had the guy who obviously, and the band that done the doom that did the doom music, which was sweet, but I don't know. I don't get it. No, they're, they, a, a blind, what is it? No, a broken clock can be right uh, twice a day. That's basically how it is with that guy. <laughs> Once in a while. Like, the one time they had that dude play the Last of Us theme live, um, acoustic, acoustic, that was good. But most of the Game Awards is just a pile of shit. I, I'm only going to watch with it on mute until the Chrono Cross shit, and then I'll check that out. I don't think I've ever paid attention to the Gaming Awards. Eh, for that particular much. one, because it's just... It's so bad, dude. Yeah. I'm actually <clears throat> looking up nominees right now just to get a good laugh. Oh, we're going to go over nominees uh, at the end of this portion of the gaming portion of the podcast. Um, but yeah, that... Yeah, obviously, on the second half of the podcast, we got a number of stories. Also, if you stay tuned to that long, we're going to get into the Matrix 4 trailer, which is like, oh my god, like, I will not, I will have to shut up about it, because <laughs> I'm just like super excited about it. Oh my god. I am super excited about it. Anyway, so, but we also have some, so I think Grim will be happy about this, for, well, not for that, but for... Uh, other thing I want to talk about. Well, we're gonna get into Santa Inc. The literally, it's gonna go down as the worst-rated show in history, because no matter who you are, you hate the show. So, <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's it's interesting. You, um, you shouldn't just hate it though. You should be offended because of its overt attempt to offend people who like Christmas. I don't like Christmas at all. It's not my thing. But it was like they sat down and went like, every joke we tell has to be a go fuck yourself if you think christmas is a good holiday yeah hey, I'm, I'm all for that but and that's what drew me into actually i was i remember i saw the trailer oh, like a week like a month ago though, nate, and i was like huh nate you can't just write a comedy like remember scrooge remember how funny scrooge was scrooge is awesome i have it on yeah, blu-ray dvd you tell me, and i think i still have the vhs <laughs> somewhere you tell me at any point <laughs> where that movie is attempting to be is attempting to shit all over one thing and and frame it as a negative. 
Well, it should. And we'll, we'll get to that well, when we get to that part of the podcast because we don't want to waste time on true, that. True, true. We want to talk about that in the topic. <laughs> true. We'll get into that. Whoa, whoa. Uh, so maybe we'll, we should we'll, cut back on some of the topics that no one cares about and we'll cover the big ones. Well, we that, only have a few topics. Today. Yeah. So, and then obviously the other one is I am going to absolutely lay a big old pile of dog shit all over the Star Wars, Galac- uh, Star Wars Galaxy tra- like fucking trailer hotel, which Disney uh, pulled down because it got so many disliked. I thought you were gonna say you were gonna t- it, it, destroy the Matrix like, trailer. This but. like this is like okay. First of all, five thousand uh, dollars, and oh, there's yeah, nothing yeah. appealing in that trailer that makes me, as a Star Wars fan, yeah. say that's Star Wars. That wasn't Star Wars. Period. <laughs> anyway, on a side a side note, a YouTube video just showed me that they have already made a porno based on Squid Game. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, internet! Porn is, before they even announce the sequel, porn is like, get it done this weekend. Oh man! <laughs> Should have been right this yesterday. Have it on my desk in a half an hour. Oh <laughs> Jesus! We need a sequel to Orgasmo, man. <laughs> I'm sure there already is. <laughs> hey, boys, want me on top? Oh, man. I love that movie. I love that movie so much. Move along. We're going to waste time if we talk about that movie. <laughs> so, anyway, what the heck? So, I was, those are the wonderful topics we're going to get into this evening. So, what the heck has everybody been up to? What have you been playing and whatnot since we all met up last week for this podcast? I have been playing the wonderful game of Re go through the campaign over and over again every day and make sure everything's ready for this weekend. Mm. Oh, and also having the second arc completely ready, but then coming up with a bright idea and deciding that I'm going to build the uh, uh, 1.5 arc in between the first and second arc, and then having that balloon out into 20 maps oh. and a whole fucking thing that's probably going to take two sessions for you to get through. Ooh. Well, This is my life, dude. And also, he 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 was preparing preparing for his Monday night stream. Yes, I, I got back into playing Apex and other you know things. I might download Warzone, be, check out the new map, but I don't know if I'll care that much. Yeah, the the actual server is completely down right now. Well, that's it's not just that; it's everything. Like Amazon was a whole bunch of stuff was messed up. Well, that's all back up. But I mean, uh, yeah, but, I, but, I, I uh, Apex, Activision announced that the Call of Duty servers are completely down until the new map is uploaded. Oh, well, that's what that's what uh, they're they're stealing that from freaking Fortnite because they just did that. Yeah, they were just shut down for a few days. Or well, something the like same that. thing. Well, Final Fantasy because <clears throat> obviously Marie plays Final Fantasy fourteen like religiously for the mm-hmm. most part um and there was a whole big like all her friends and stuff like they a lot of them got that like three in the morning like when the <laughs> servers went live again and then That's they had so like wow. uh she had her computer randomly crash uh when she was playing final fantasy 14 she played it for like six hours and her computer randomly crashed but she was like ah, i'm not gonna get back in the reason why is because the queue would have took her two more hours to get back in because it was over like 900 people wow it's crazy so yeah i was really i don't remember what game it was but they were saying that the the whole chip shortage and stuff like that is also going to cause issues with the queues and waiting to play certain yeah, games. Yeah, I don't get that. Like why? That. that there's nothing. There's no point in that. Like Final, that doesn't make any Maybe sense. Maybe just adding new servers. Well, no, because Final Fantasy fourteen last year. Because there's a whole there. I won't get into the housing debacle in Final Fantasy fourteen. That's a whole other argument. But because of that, because there's there's, there's a lot of tyranny and politics around that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they added like five new server farms. To Final Fantasy 14 after, uh, um, and it was like a lot of money spent, like a huge deal. 
So they add, they've just added a shit ton more servers because they've had a huge influx in the last like six months. Well, that game. Was it Final Fantasy? Yeah, it was Final Fantasy, but I don't. But Final Fantasy, like, no, they have no shortage. They just got yeah, a whole weird. ton yeah. of new servers. Yeah. So they have no shortage right now. Yeah. So uh, I've been playing my my little Oculus Quest. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think once you figured it out, I think you'd like the the Pavlov. Uh, well, right now it's a, called Pavlov Shack. It's like it's like a beta. There's a Pavlov game. I'm not quite sure what it is. Mm-hmm. But then there's Pavlov Shack. But it's basically uh, VR Counter Strike. Oh okay. But like, yeah. but like. Uh, you move around. You don't teleport. Well, you can. I think you might be able to set it up to teleport. I'm not sure. But you you move around. You can set it up so you smoothly turn. But like, if you have a big enough room, you can like move around in in the sh- amount of area you have and duck behind stuff and stuff. But like, the best part of it is like you have to reload the guns. Oh, so you have to physically load the guns. Yeah. Oh, that's so, kind of cool. So you look you look down and you have like a grenade here, which yeah. I haven't quite figured out how to. Not have a gun in your hand and have the grenade because you got to pull the pin. Yes. And cook it. And then you throw it. But like. What, Can you hold the gun like take your pinky and go like that? No. Not, not, I don't <laughs> know yet. You the head so you're not playing a VR game. Uh. So, uh, yeah, you have to reach down to get the gun. And then uh, you shoot it. And then you're out of ammo. So you got to drop the magazine. Grab a new one. Put it in. Oh, uh, it back, yeah. Depending on the gun. But like it gets intense sometimes because you'll be playing the game. And you're like, oh shit, I'm out of ammo. There's a guy. You're like, oh, you're weaving, <laughs> like, so he doesn't hit you. And you're trying to load the gun, and then boom, you're dead. You're like, son of a bitch. Uh, but it, it's it's kind of Bazinga. Are you saying that it's like camping? No. And that it's fucking intense. Oh Jesus Christ. Waka waka, waka waka waka. No. Um, but no, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I was trying to play it with Johnny, but he's like. This is awful. The controls are terrible. It's all broken. It's not playing right. The cheat. I'm like, no. I just want you to learn how to play the Trust game. Trust me. It's not Trust that me, bad, Johnny. Man. Nobody is cheating in a virtual reality. Yeah, game. The, the, they are hacking a virtual reality game. They are the most pathetic losers. Yeah. Even worse than other hackers. Well, yeah. that's that's <laughs> what I was trying to tell him too. I'm like, dude, these are mostly like indie based games. Like, like why would anybody be going out of their bothering. way? No. And how do you, I'm like, how do you even like hack a physical? Like, 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 it would be boring. Like, yeah, boom, 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 boom. There's no point in VR. No, that's what everybody hacks because it's it's boring. But everybody does it anyway. But well, yeah, but like, if you're playing it in VR and you hack, like auto aim, boom, boom, oh god, all the kills, yay! There's no challenge to that at all. No, no. At least in hacking on the computer, you you can get hit. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. That would be yeah. Nobody's doing that. Yeah, it'd be kind of silly. Nobody's doing that. But. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Playing some VR. Try. I'm. I'm. So with the with the Quest Two, you can actually link it to your computer like it's a Rift. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm one of these days. I'm gonna get Defector. It's only twenty bucks, but it's uh like a James Bond game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been dying to try it. Yeah. Like no, the first season, question. you fall out of the first scene, you fall out of an airplane. Yeah, I think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just a quick question: Are we covering the um the whole thing about like Sony's version of um? game pass no no because they haven't released enough information about it yet yeah. at least okay no because right, I, I you know me i got some rants about stupid yeah people with that but i'll hold on to them but yeah I, I was waiting until it says like what it is yeah yeah that, that'll be big news once it actually says yeah um no i've been playing i actually started playing path of exile uh again and started a new character 
Um, yeah, I can't play that game. I would. I like those types of games, but I'm not playing that one. I would play Lost Ark with you, though. Well, well, I don't know. I find Path of Exile is probably the most complex out of all of them. It has the most yeah, variety of I developing a character. I don't want 100% complex. What I want is a Diablo-style game that feels far more open-world <clears throat> than most of them do. And then give me the freedom to PvP wherever I want and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. Which is basically what Lost Ark does. I just haven't tried it yet. And I uh, hear that game's really good. Well, the other one, what was it called? It's like Grim Darker? Not Grim Dark. Grim whatever it's called. Grim something. I don't know. Grim Fandango. Grim something. Anyway, I've heard that one's actually a really good one. Uh, alternative to a Diablo-esque style game. Uh, and then the other one, I think it was Pagan Online, I think, or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it's called that. But yeah, so I don't know. I like Path of Exile just because I like you can just you can every time you make a character you can make them so different, completely. I'm still different. waiting to pull like, the trigger on fucking um, Age of Empires. But oh I, yeah, Age of Empires Four. Play it with yet. Like I'm not gonna buy it if no one's gonna freaking play it with me. I will play that game. I will play Assholes. The hell out of it. I will play the hell out of that game. But I haven't heard any. I haven't watched any reviews or anything whether it's actually really good or not. So I don't know. Oh no, it's good. That I can tell you. It's definitely good. I've watched enough video to know it's good. It's just, I don't think I really want to jump on competitive uh, boards. Like, the the issue with my heart, dude, and the way my hand would shake while I was playing StarCraft. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't want to get competitive that way. I can play against you because I'm not afraid to lose to you yeah. because I probably won't ever. <laughs> it's very words. rare that I lose to you. Even when you were played StarCraft and claimed you were better than me, I won nearly every one of our games. So it doesn't bother me. But for some reason, with my heart and the shaking of my hand, it that shit scares me, dude. When my hand just starts shaking for no reason and I can't stop it. Mm. Even when I'm not feeling stressed or yeah at all <laughs> so the one thing actually i did pick up because it was on clearance randomly i don't know why um because most stores if i looked up on amazon and stuff like that it goes for like 87 dollars or 90 dollars or 100 a tv stand no wow. uh <laughs> no dragon quest 11 definitive edition on the switch because that version comes with the uh the the 2d version of it oh. along with the <clears throat> main version which is cool uh, and there's some other extras and stuff, but for thirty bucks, hell yeah! <laughs> get that, get that secret I, clearance. I own the original, and I'm still debating buying the, the the other one so I can play it in 2D. Yeah, no, I have. I oh, was it on PS4? Yeah. Uh and I bought. I was like thirty bucks. I was like definitive edition because I want to play the 2D one. I really want to play that because that's really cool. They did that. It's just very nostalgic. Um, but yeah, no, that's all most of what I'm thinking. Obviously, Ed Naraka, which is mostly what I do when I'm just not like in between being productive, I guess you could say, is like, ah, I'll just turn on Naraka. I'll play a couple of games. I haven't turned it on in like two <laughs> Um, I actually, I, I want to play, I, I, I haven't played PUBG in like a year. PUBG's not. I actually reinstalled it the other day, dude, because I. Told you we were gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for some PUBG. I'm down for PUBG. It's been a long time. PUBG is still one of the best shooters out there, easily. Uh, well, survivalist shooter kind of thing. I don't know what to yeah. call it. Um, <clears throat> kind of thing. Whatever it is. So it's what it is. Anyway, so let's get into this first topic. And I think our first one on my list is the GTA one. I think. 
Yeah, they were all messed up. And oh, nobody no, cares. No, I don't think it's or is it the no or is it the NFT? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So okay. <laughs> Ubi, Ubisoft NFT announcement gets more than ninety-five percent dislikes. And so if everybody knows, because I want to hear it, that they just they disable dislike button. They disable dislikes. Okay. <laughs> okay, yes, that's fine and good. But the day that they did that. All the browsers put out a plugin. You can just see the likes still. Dislikes. Oh so, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, there's really no change. Anyway. <laughs> um, wah wah wah! They failed. Well, because the internet, you try, you can't uh, regulating the internet is really hard. You can't do that kind of shit. The, part of the internet is very wild westish. Well, well, once something releases, like even like when something releases and then they delete it, oh, it's already there. Why would you want to regulate this? The the mic the market spoke it. They don't want that shit. Oh, yeah. No. NFT. Like, for one, you're pissed off the environmentalists by doing this. (laughs) That's just one right there. Why? Environmentalists. Because the reason uh, the carbon footprint for creating and trading NFTs is fucking huge. How? Um, because okay, for the blockchain that's being created from, and how many servers that's going through. Oh, okay, okay. And then being hosted. That's that's and deep. then okay, and then <clears throat> all the like obviously there's mining going on to get the NFTs, which is based on Ethereal coin. So yeah, even though it's just art that somebody made, it's digital art. But well, it's not. It's the most stupid shit. It, it, that shit makes world. no sense to me. I, I understand it's it. It's just a. It's just a form of stupidity. That somehow became popular because the right people latched onto it. Well, yeah, that's and true. Now it's no, be the thing. no, you're right. But the idea is that you, it's kind of you feel like you're owning the physical art. Like it's weird. Like, you're uh, dumb enough. You're dumb enough to be. No, you correct that. It's not you feel like it. If you are dumb enough to feel like it, is what you should be saying. <laughs> but you, because like, if you're dumb enough to actually think that you own something that doesn't exist. Because of this NFT thing, you are a goddamn moron. Well, I I, I can kind of because a lot of it, it, the way it plays out is a lot like the stock market. Yeah, but still, yeah, but the you stock don't market, physically have dude, it in your hands. You have when a you file, when you use the, maybe dude, when you use the stock market, it's a <clears throat> there's a physical component attached to it because you're investing money into a product that then grows and makes you money back on the back end. No, no, no. I don't mean it like that. You're not investing into a product that makes more money off the product. No, you're buying you... something that isn't very isn't that is only artificially rare because he they made it that way, and then they rip you off on what it's worth. No, 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 no. I think you're missing how it works. So, um, the reason why people do buy up NFTs, like spend like a couple million dollars on NFTs, idiots. Well, no, <laughs> well, well, no. Besides because, that, well, no, because they're going to make more than what they paid on it back. Um, because once they have those rights to that NFT, now whoever wants to use that NFT has to pay royalties to that person that paid to have that NFT. You understand how stupid so, this is? And dude? like easily, oh, if you the, look the, the at point, exactly. if you, is, it, it goes up in quality, not based off the quality of the product, but the rarity of it. It's like it's like having common magic cards that you're like, these are worth millions. Because I own the only common magic card that no one cares about. No, I know. But, like, say if, like, a certain piece of artwork, like, that they want to use in a marketing campaign for something, that company is now going to pay you royalty instead of the artist. Why would they? Um, Because you own the rights to that piece of artwork now. Just hire someone to do the artwork. Do no, you I understand know. how stupid no, this I is? Know, but, no, I know. No, I'm saying, but it's that's why. It's a Ponzi scheme. It makes money. Off of something that doesn't exist. No, I'm saying, but that's, why people, but that's why people are doing so, it. So though. this this art, 
What if somebody releases this NFT and you find it in Google Images? Then what? And you download it? Are you, do you well, no, trouble? but that's the same thing. Like, I can't go ahead and say make like a promotional piece for Tech Prime Media and go use someone else's artwork because then they can sue me. Well, yeah, but that's the idea. You have to pay the royalties to use that piece of artwork. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's weird. But, um, look, I get the idea. It's just fucking stupid, dude. And that's it's more even of a more stupid. Thing, right? It's even yeah. more stupid that that video games are trying to adopt this. Oh, I know. This is just ridiculous, and I'm so glad people fucking were like, "Um, you can go fly a kite. We're not doing that shit." <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of people flying. Kites. Oh, here's, here's, the thing. here's the thing. Ubisoft shouldn't have done it because it's Ubisoft, and their their fan base is the most pathetic, like girly fan base there is. Like these dudes, they literally dropped the trailer for a battle royal that looked really good. And look mm. tactical, right? You know how you know how Ghost Recon has always been a, a tactical game. Yeah, it would have been fantastic. So their battle royal looked like an extremely tactical battle royal, and their fan base managed to trick themselves into believing it wasn't that um, Ghost Recon is not a tactical shooter, and that it looked <clears> like shit until they canceled it. That's ridiculous because the last two Ghost Recons that have come out looked like they would have been a really fun as co-op. Which would have made a battle royale, a very good co-op battle royale. Essentially, every Ghost Recon game has been has been the mo- has been a tactical shooter. Yeah, yeah. And I saw people trying to claim that that Ghost Recon is not a tactical military shooter at all, so that they could turn around and be like, "And this looks bad because that's not how Ghost Recon plays." And I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even like Ghost Recon, and even I goddamn know it's a fucking tactical shooter. Yeah, it's... to be slow paced. Yeah, it looked cool, dude. I was shocked. I was like, I might play this game, and now it's like on indefinite hold because their fan base is so pathetic. Yeah, that they cried after seeing only a trailer. There were even YouTubers saying the game was cool because they got to test it. Yeah. But, they, but they then you got a, a bunch of bins. So, I did, so <laughs> I'll explain to everybody what this is. So you know how like cosmetic things you can buy in games, right? Yeah. Okay. And we know the most ridiculous form of this is, is um, you mean Counter-Strike? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. With like, I think the most valuable weapon is a certain rare knife. It goes for like $30,000. Like a switchblade or something? Yeah. It goes for $30,000. That's like equivalent of an NFT. And that's what they're doing. They're making, I think it's, I forget what game it is. I want to say it's Ghost Recon. Yeah, it's Ghost Recon. So they're doing um, certain collectibles and cosmetic items that are going to be NFTs. So, so you, only one person can get them? Or yeah. Or you buy a yeah. share of it? No, no, no. Only one person can get a hold of that certain cosmetic item. And then they can sell it or, or you mean, trade it and make money. Um. So they are. They're just taking the idea of what CSGO, well, like Counter-Strike started, uh, and... <laughs> Blew it up like a whole bunch. Like, uh, it's like I hated that model to begin with, and they're just like completely fucking went way overboard with it. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like I think <laughs> NFTs are retarded, but I also think uh, their their fan base is one of the worst. It, it in in order, it's EA's fan base, Activision's fan base, and then Ubisoft's fan base. When it comes to like. They added wall running in Call of Duty. This game is hot shit. Call of Duty is the same goddamn game every year. It's about time they tried something new, you whiny bitch. Yeah. And at the same time, these assholes will be the guys claiming that Titanfall is the best shooter ever made. 
Yeah. Oh, but man. they don't like wall running in, Activ- in Activision's game. It's so great, but they had to take out the Titans because it was too unbalanced with the Titans. Oh my! Well, they the the whole problem with Titanfall was was because it was made by people without balls. And you may think I'm joking, but what I'm basically saying is, if you had the balls to really make Titanfall, you would have just made it 100% Titans. Yeah, would have gone hardcore into the mech combat. Yeah, and had people customize and build their own Titans, and then just make those Titans move like. Like, as well as the shooter does. Yeah. And have them fighting in skyscrapers and shit. Yeah. But they didn't have the balls to do it, so they made this imbalance See, I, I like the idea that you could be run on feet and be in a Titan. Well, no, that's cool, but it's a little... It's super unbalanced. It really is super well, unbalanced. Well, yeah. It makes the whole... It makes the whole game unbalanced. Yeah, it's real. That's why they took them out completely. See, when I, like, when I would play MechWarrior or something like that, it, just, it was boring because it was just... You're driving around mechs. It yeah. didn't feel any different yeah, but, than p- playing a game on feet. Armored core. <laughs> what I just said to you, like, from my point of view, I love Mech Warrior, but mm. Mech Warrior is super slow. If you want to appeal to the masses, you do a shooter, right? Mm-hmm. That feels like a Call of Duty or something, but in mechs. So the mechs move fast and fight fast. And then just add some cool ass shit like being able to fucking blow through buildings and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I always loved the Armored Core series. I like the last one was Verdict yeah, Day, which absolutely. was really good. So there's a serial number on these, I guess, the costumes yes, you're talking about. Yes, digits, they're called. They have digits. They're called digits. Oh, my God. So they could have. So, so this is like 0027. So they could sell thousands of those and you just get that special number. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really stupid. Where do I thumbs down? <laughs> so I don't, they stupid. probably took just like everybody else when their freaking video gets so many dislikes they take it down and just stupid. They just give you control when you feel like it. Oh yeah, you can simply put your digits on sale. Oh my god, so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into GTA publishes the you know, publisher files trademarks to be over the words wait, wait, Rockstar. Quick question. Sorry, quick question. Quick, quick question. Do these NF- NFTs mean that I can, like, get exclusive bugs and broken shit for their games that don't work when they release them? Sure. Like, Guaranteed. Access to, Gu- like, gu- getting stuck in a wall? <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's, fuck these people. Right, let's get into GTA. Their whole publisher trademark dispute thing between Rockstar and Bully. I don't so know. I don't even know if this this part is real. I know that they, they're, they're trying to do a trademark over Take Two. It Takes Two, the video game. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's actually kind of a cool game. I I, I haven't bought it, but it's 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 like you know, a... know what it's not. You know what it's not though. It's not fucking game of the year material. So stop putting that shit on your list. Game awards. Oh no, definitely not. Not definitely not. But it's it's like a a co op type game where you have to work together to get to get across, like get oh, things okay. done and stuff like that. And there's like a whole big story about it. It's basically like these these parents are fighting and they're getting a divorce and the kids upset and then they end up going into the storybook or something like that oh. but like to get across the bridge you have to do all these things so they can get over and then they gotta do a thing to get you over one yeah. of those type games but the story is really it's not bad and the, the co-op is good but like it's called not it takes no 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 it, it's called it takes two and they're trying to sue or copyright infringe uh, because they're called take two i'm sorry that's a that's a phrase it's not it's stupid that that is really dumb it, come on, guy! Like, and everybody's like, "Well, it's because they 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 because Take Two flopped on their their GTA trilogy, so they need to make the money somewhere else." <laughs> My God, 
Oh. But like, come on, guys. Like, Leave them alone. Pull, they're pulling a... Didn't Apple do that once? Yes. A lot of companies have done this stupid Oh, thing. yeah. I know a lot of people do. Uh, freaking uh, Bethesda. Wait, when, when did this happen, by the way? The takes two thing. It takes two thing happened this week. This I just found this this morning. I was just wondering the, the fourth, I think. Yeah. Like, given the kind of like journalists and people that work in the industry, I can almost conspiracy theory up like take two doing this, and then someone calling Jeff Keighley and big nominate this game for game of the year so we can help with its sales because they're getting sued. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, they need yeah. money. Because I, I, I don't see how that game is on that list, but apparently no. it is. Yeah. No, I know. I so, know. so, so apparently now take two is filing trademark over rockstar and bully and the letter R. <laughs> the letter R is sponsored by take two. <laughs> yeah. 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 What <laughs> brought to you by that's going to be on Sesame street. Next yeah. Time yeah. Watch yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say R. Um, <laughs> so apparently uh, Bethesda did it to some book book writer because they were going to have a game called like Red Dawn or something like that. There is a lot of Red Dawns out there. I think it says it in this I, article. Um, no, I'm thinking of book Rising Sun, which is a really good book. Uh, Rising Dawn is another good book. I can't think of a name book called Redfall. Redfall. Redfall by Jay Falconer or something like that. I can't see it. Falconer. And uh, because they were, were. But like, how do you copyright? Like, how do you. What do you call it? File trademark on something that you're going to make when that name is already used. Yeah. Like, if. if, if if I came up with Tech Prime Media and we've made a trademark thing and then somebody else comes up with Tech Prime Media, I understand. But if they had it first, how do you even – and they know it, so I'm going to file a thing on you. I, mean, I just don't understand how that works. This this book seems terrible, but I, 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 <laughs> I, I, <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to give opinion on terrible, man. Uh, you're fucking like <laughs> Last fucking Jedi. Last Jedi is easily one of my favorite movies of all time. Anyway, yeah, because you're a fucking fool. Oh uh, no, but this just this just like obviously this is not maybe it's somebody's cup of tea, but it's not mine. Well, it's the, not even that though. It, it's this just book a, seems terrible, but I do feel bad for the author. He named it that. That's all. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's not even. Are titles trademarks? I thought like no, yeah, they are not. So how, <laughs> how's that even work? I don't. Well, it's up to. This is the thing. We need good judges. Good judges will go. Like, there's been plenty of court cases that have been this stupid where judges literally kick them go out. Go home, you're drunk. Well, yeah, they literally <laughs> kick them out of their courtroom. They can yeah. they can do that. Yeah. They can they can recall, basically nullify the case and say, get out of my courtroom. And they can't refile that case because it already was appointed by, or it was already in front of a judge. You can't do the same trial again. Yeah, it's called double jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, hey, current, current presidential administration, take notes. Double jeopardy exists. Stop chasing Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> you heard it from him. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, dude. I've seen enough videos. They wanna, they wanna, um, yeah. they wanna, they wanna go, get around double jeopardy and charge him for the exact same crimes again because he got because he got acquitted. Yep. Well, you well, we won't get into it, but you can actually get tried in a civil court after the he fact. He can't get tried again at all. He, no, no. Can, the civil court's not a trial on him. It's a trial to see if he can be held liable for their deaths. Yeah. Which he can't because of the way 
No, I know. The trial played out, but I won't get into the details. But the point is, the the administration wants to try him for murder, not civil case. They want to try him again for murder, yeah. and they and have actually, the DOJ looking into it, which so, is one hundred percent against the law. So, and, which is insane. So, just really fun fact, because I'm not going to get into the back and forth, but just really fun fact about civil cases. One of the most famous ones was the OJ trial, which obviously wasn't found him guilty, but literally months after was found 100% guilty in a civil lawsuit. Based on what, though? All the same facts. Well, he wasn't he wasn't found guilty. He was found liable. Well, okay. Te- yeah. Because he still didn't go to jail, right? He <laughs> now he's in jail. No, but like, obviously, that they go after you financially in a civil court. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Um. So. That's really. it, it, it's idiotic and stupid. And that was the only time it ever actually worked that way. And it probably will never work that way again because it was basically like, I don't like OJ, but that was basically like bending the law after he had already gotten off. Yeah. To make sure that he couldn't. And that's not technically how the law is supposed to work. Like, he shouldn't have gotten off anyway, but you're not allowed to do that kind of shit. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how's the statement if if if, if it don't fit, it gets you must quit. have quit. <laughs> <laughs> if it don't fit, you must have quit. Anyway, uh <laughs> let's get into no, the game. He didn't quit. He tired himself out killing both those motherfuckers. Anyway. <laughs> let's get into <laughs> the game. Quit, we got we got the game awards coming tomorrow. Uh we got some probably big events. We're going to easily, I think in general cuz we got the announcement of a special uh Chrono Cross event for um for that game that's absolutely terrible that people are pretending is good. It's it's not a bad game because I played it for a little while. No, it's the, the crossover one. It. The crossover one. It is one. so terrible. It's it's, it's not it's that bad a game, but I just I can't stand the art style though. It's terrible. It's just mobile trash. But because um, it had because Chrono Trigger was added to it, people were super psyched. Well, no, it's the original creator made it that made Chrono Trigger and wrote the story. He made that game. What I, just did. I don't, <laughs> dude. Again, you got to stop throwing the the th- things like like that matters. They told he's made a mobile game. Okay, I don't care that he made it. I love those games. That doesn't mean I'm going to be excited to play a terrible mobile game. No, I know what I'm saying though. It is like, like you can see the elements. You can tell he wrote it when you're playing it. Um, I can't. I don't like the game that much because I can't stand the art style. But it would have been if it was done on like a like a main like a, a console. It probably would have been awesome. Yeah, but if you did it on a console, it would be a completely different game. With a great, with a different, with a better storyline, and it wouldn't have that terrible art as you talk about. Oh yeah, that era, like it's the, it's those terrible sprites. I don't know why people think those sprites are look good. They just look terrible. Oh, terrible. oh. <laughs> Chrono Cross remake sprites look pretty good. They look okay, uh, but I don't know why we, we they picked just three characters out of like like what thirty characters because, that are total. Well, because if you play that game, Kid and and Surge are the only characters. The rest well, of the characters just no, have to be like. No, I know, Jump but around and pick, play who you want to play. They don't matter. But it's a mobile game where you're playing like it's just a mission for the most part in that game. You get to play. So why not have the ability to pick a bunch a bunch of Chrono Cross characters because so you can play replay the mission over and over again with different characters. Because none of that matters when you're just trying to promote for the remake. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. It's just a promote version of the dream. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, come on, let's let's move along. I want I want to bash some of these fucking. Nominees. So yeah, so we got the game awards coming. Uh, so we're gonna get into the nominees for tomorrow. So there's a complete list for game of the year. We got Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. 
This is what you call list by committee. Mm. Uh, I didn't. Ha I didn't have any other statements. I was wait. I was going to wait for you guys to say something before I, I brought up. I. I don't. Okay. Death Loop is a really cool original idea. Metroid Dread is a really cool game. So far, I've enjoyed it. Well, quite a bit. I haven't played Resident Evil Village, so I don't know. Um, not a huge fan of Ratchet and Clank, and I've never played Psychonauts. So we have a comment here. Uh, game Awards will be dictated on whether or not uh, Jeff Neely, uh, Kaylee, acknowledges the Activision Blizzard Ubisoft situations. If not, the internet will crucify him and the show. Ooh. Yeah, that's a whole other big thing. But anyway. Thanks for the comment. Yeah. Um. No, but I'm, I really want to play Deathloop because I've watched people play it. It looks like a really cool game. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Death, I, look, I'll tell you right now, Deathloop is, is is in there enough where it could be a game of the year, but most of that list is a fucking joke. Well, no, I wouldn't give it game of the year. I would give it most original game, maybe. Yeah. Not game of the year. Um, Metroid Dread, as much as I like Metroid Dread, I wouldn't give it game of the year either. Um, the reason why is because it's nothing new. It's just... Uh, 2.5D of classic Metroid style, which is cool, which is awesome, which is why I like it. Uh, like I, I, I wouldn't say it's game of the year. Like I said, most of that list is a joke. These people don't play video games. That's why you have a game like It Takes Two on it. What games game would like, you say would be game of the year? Uh, well, me, my, me personally, game of the year would be Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk didn't come out this year. Yeah, It didn't come out this year? No. Why am I thinking no. it came out this year? Um, from a not, without being like, take away my like of RPGs from a perspective of someone who plays a ton of games, um, Kingsmaker, uh, what do you call it? Pathfinder, uh, Wrath of the Righteous is like 150 hours. The voice acting's great. The music's great. The depth of the combat and the story in the game is fucking amazing. The idea that that game doesn't get any, any play at all. Not because, and I'm not saying this because, like, oh, they didn't bother putting RPG up. That game's not on the list because none of the people on that committee bothered to play it, and that's my problem with these review people because they, they their game of the year list are always list of games that like that they play, which is how it should be. But they don't ever jump jump out of their genre I, to play other games. I, I take that back, even though I've only played like three hours of tales of arise um it, that's that that's another one i would that game I, that should is be a game that nobody played in that committee room i guarantee you that, when they sat down and picked the people nobody played that game yeah so i've only played well, i've really i've enjoyed the demo and i really i've enjoyed the game so far but I, have, I haven't got back to playing it i would say that should easily be on this list easily there's a lot i, of I wouldn't even here's the thing i wouldn't say it needs to easily be on the list if I believe that they actually played them, it's kind of like this argument goes all the way back to the um, way back in the day when uh, Xenoblade Chronicles came out. And one of the game, there was an RPG on the game of the year list. And I want to say it was a Mass Effect mm. that was on a game of the year list for um, most big sites. And I was completely floored by the idea that that game was considered the only RPG you could put on a Game of the Year award when fucking um, Xenoblade Chronicles is a million times better than every one of the Mass Effect games. Oh, easily. Like, just like... like they have, like, that game... Xenoblade has more depth in its first five minutes than the entire fucking 
franchise. So <laughs> then as as a as a person who plays a lot of our uh, a lot of games and listens to a lot of podcasts back then, I went through the trouble of listening to all the podcasts, tons of podcasts from people talking about these games because they always talk about their games of the year, and I always heard them like. Oh, you know, I never played uh, this, or I never played that, and I'm like, and you're sitting here telling me that Mass Effect is the best RPG of the year, but you never touched any of the other ones that are like contenders at all. Like, I, that's why I don't pay attention to these stupid fucking reviews, because they almost like these people. They don't give an honest opinion because they don't bother. Nickelodeon All Star All Star Brawl Brawl there. There you go. Uh, well, fighting, it, it's got it's got rollback. Best fighting game. It's got well, no, like, okay, exactly. Well, no, okay. So easily, probably one of the games I've played the most this year is Guilty Gear Strive, but I'm not going to give it game of the year mm-hmm. because it doesn't have that kind well, of impact. That's the best fighting. Okay, game. yes, it is probably the best fighting game of the year easily. Um, Melty Blood is really here's, good too. Here's the thing. Um, but that game will probably win best fighting game. Yeah, but not because they played it and thought it was good. But because they're like, we didn't play any, none of us play fighting games. Well, the community thinks that's the best one. Pick that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's not about what they picked. It's that if you sat in that committee room, you got a bunch of people who don't play video games telling you and going, well, why don't we just compromise and pick Let's Take Two? Because everybody played that. No. And I'm like, no, no. What the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? That's like that time Devil Daggers won a bunch of awards from a bunch of sites as a game of the year. And I'm like, you fucking people don't play video games. Yeah, You don't so, deserve to do this shit. I, so on this list, I personally couldn't tell you what should be game of the year. I wouldn't pick any of these, but that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. that, if I had to pick off that list, probably Ratchet and Clank. Mm. But I haven't played it, so I can't say. Yeah. I'm just saying from a point of view of like stuff I've read. Mm. Maybe Deathloop because it's got a cool like uh what do you what do you call it going? It's got like a Dark Souls style thing to it. Yeah. No, it has a really cool mechanic. Well, that's kind of one of the most original but... ideas. Um So we'll get into the next one since that's kind of clear. So the best one ain't, ain't that great of a list either. <laughs> uh best game direction, Deathloop. Uh it takes two. <laughs> Returnal? I can't they're going to shove that shitty game down everybody's Returnal? throat. Returnal? Uh, I can't Psycho- remember what that is. Psychonauts 2 and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, Psychonauts 2 does not belong on any of these lists. No, no, I agree <laughs> with you. Christ, dude. No, yeah, I agree with you there. Tim uh, Schafer oh, has been getting a space game. industry forever. Oh, okay. On PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe game direction because, well, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like I would maybe choose Deathloop, but I really can't pick any games on this list. For I would consider that direction. Yeah, if you haven't played them, why would you? Actually, well, no. If anything, I would actually put Naraka Blade Point for best uh, direction for a battle royale. No, I would have put that on a fighting game. That's that is a fighting game. I'm not saying it should be the best one, but I would put that on the goddamn list. What game? Because it's a Naraka Blade Point. Naraka's oh, a fighting game. It's not even. On it's here, just a third-person view fighting game, but it's 100 yeah. a fighting game. Yeah, no, you know that you're game's right. not on the. The reason why that game's not on the list is because now that battle royals have been out for a while, the plebe, the plebes that are like the game reviewers, can't keep up anymore. Remember when Bat- PUBG came out and they loved it. 
like it won a game of the year from multiple places. Yeah. It, they don't do that anymore because uh, the the genre has shifted and the people playing Battle Royals are really good now, so they don't even touch them because they just get savaged. Mm. It's the same reason why you, like, I don't like Call of Duty at all, but you never, why wasn't Warzone on any of the lists for, for Game of the Year last year? Warzone was the biggest hit of gaming, not last year, when it came out. Yeah. It was the biggest hit of that year across the board. Yeah. By the end of the year, it had like 50 million players. Like, I'm not defending it as a good, great game, but that game was a massive success. Yeah. And it wasn't on any list because these people weren't playing it because they can't keep up. It's on the best ongoing list now. Oh, okay. Anyway. Which is funny that uh, No Man's Sky isn't on there. No Man's Sky is on here, but we'll get Not on the best uh, ongoing. Though. So, best art. Well, okay. First, best narrative. And I have no idea how they put Psychonauts 2 as best narrative. Are they just retarded? A lot of people I, love I the story of that game. Dude, it's because they're incestuous. They incestuous? Incestu- yeah, incestuous. Incestuous. As in, <laughs> as in, like, the, the, the committee of people are people who are friends. They work at different websites, but they're friends. I know this because I used to watch Giant Bomb all the time. Mm-hmm. And it, Je- Jeff Gersman used to talk about how he was always flown out to do, like, the Game Award things. Mm-hmm. And it was based, it's basically a group of people that are almost always part of it. They all know each other, so they all talk to each other, so they're all playing the same games. So you get, like, ten people going, well, I played Psychonauts, and Psychonauts was amazing. And nobody in that group played anything else. So they're like, yeah, Psychonauts was amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck you, it was. (laughs) If you say it quick and you're not paying attention, it sounds like you're saying, suck my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can understand, like... (laughs) Like I do, I have friends who play Life is Strange True Color. Like it, both it was absolutely amazing for people that like that style of game. For that type of game, the, it was the one story of the best. Is pretty good, and the story but, was really good. People absolutely yeah. love it. Like you know I mean, but it's not. Um, it might have been an extra error. Like that could get best narrative. Maybe I wouldn't pick it, but yeah, some other people would. I mean, and from what I've heard, what you're telling me, it takes two. I mean, that could maybe get best narrative because it's a neat story the for, for, for young kids good, to yeah. play to get the idea in a bad situation your friends are there to help you to get through situations anytime, kind of anytime i get that but a, anytime you see a category for best narrative or best story that doesn't have a, a prominent jrpg on it you know the entire category is bullshit oh yeah no i know because i'm an rpg fan i'm saying this because you know they don't play them no it's true tales of, i'm only about halfway through tales of arise that game is fucking phenomenal it does not deserve to be slept on but all no. of these review sites are going to sleep on that game because yeah. they don't have the 80 hours to play it, so they're not going to do it. It's, yeah, it's dumb. It's like retarded. I don't get it. Best art direction. The Artful Escape, really. Anyway, Deathloop. <laughs> Kanye Bridge of Spirits. I don't know what that is. Spirits. Kenna. Kenna. Bridge of Kenna Spirits. Bridge of Spirits, anyway. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's a PS5 game. So, uh, Psychonauts 2. And obviously, Ratchet and Clank rift apart. Have you seen a pattern with Psychonauts 2 yet? They're putting it on there because they want to make sure it wins shit. Oh. Every category has Psychonauts 2 in it. Oh my god, I don't know. And I don't... you know, you'd want to know why? Because he's best friends with 80% of the industry, so his games get preferential treatment. I don't get why people like Psychonauts. <laughs> I don't know, I don't get it. It's not just Psychonauts. They they, they sucked him off for that other game that, that he, they put out a while back. Like every time he puts out a game, they they blow this guy like, like a hooker. <laughs> it's embarrassing, dude. I'm I'm serious. In a second, as soon as, as soon as this gets over, I'm gonna look up the list of his games 
over the last year, and I'll, you'll be like, oh, I recognize all those names because they suck him off every fucking year because they yeah. don't want him to go out of business because he doesn't make good games and no one buys them. Mm. I don't know. I've, Tim Schafer has never made a good game. Hell, there we go. That, that's another one that should be on this list. So best art direction. So I can definitely say Tales of Rise does, is probably the most beautiful game I've played this year. I love yeah. the art style in that game. The game's absolutely phenomenal. Um. Anyway, so best score. Hey, Cyberpunk's on this list. I think, why is it on this list? I don't know. Anyway. I thought it came out last year, dude. It, it, it did come out last December. year. Came out last... Oh, you know what? It came out December of last year. Yeah. So that would put it on this list. So if that's the case, then take so, away the bugs and they're they're completely full shit because yeah, that should be game from of the year. Narrative, from then narrative it's because they're not counting. They're, they're not counting it as it was good on PC. No, uh, yeah, but I'm not talking about it the was, bugs. I'm, like it was for broken example, on console. Narrative. Yeah, yeah, it but still came out. It had a better story. It than sucked. It was terrible. No, I loved it. Did you play it on console? No. Okay. They couldn't even really get anywhere in the game. It looked like shit. It was all fucked up. That's why. Go buy a PC. Don't cry <laughs> yeah, to me. Everybody's got a PC, right? <laughs> Hold up. We're talking about a different point of view. If you're saying, like, a game of the year overall, fine. Yeah, that game's broken. No. But again, if you're talking about, like, best narrative, yes. Oh, yeah. Easily. Cyberpunk has we're talking about best score and music, but yeah. Well, no. Oh, wait. No, the score in better is pretty good, too. Uh, I wouldn't say best, but it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think the score in that game is the weakest part of the game because it missed it missed what makes Cyberpunk Cyberpunk. That stuff most of that music sounded more like like this weird futuristic Cyberpunk instead of what Cyberpunk sounds like in everything else. Well, like, it, I think it missed the That's a matter of, of it. Because we're not to that point in history, it's a matter of interpretation what you Let, think. Let's put it this way. When I listen to Synthwave like back to the 80s shit on YouTube where they do like all this like where you go to find cyberpunk style music, it's always a hundred times better than the music in that game. Yeah, no, I know. It's it, but it's a matter of like what your perspective is, what you think the future is going to sound like, kind of thing. This could um, sound like pop music. We have no, <laughs> we have no idea. So it, we don't know. I mean, I maybe mean, some music genius can tell you where music's going to progress by that time. But anyway, have so you heard the music that's coming out these days. Yeah, I know. it's very terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Artful Escape, again, for music. I don't even know. I never played this game. I don't even know what it is. Uh, Deathloop uh, from the trailer. The music was cool. Uh, Marvel's Garden of the Galaxy. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's Garden of the Galaxy music. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nia Replica. The first one had awesome, had a great soundtrack. It was very, like, theatrical kind of thing. I went, well, anyway, that's what... super tragic about that game, too. That yeah. game's not selling the... Um... The um the Guardians of the Galaxy game is not selling, and it I'm hearing it's extremely good. Oh yeah, that, that, that was super depressing. It's it's doing a lot better than their other Marvel game. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so yeah, uh, but they dropped the price down to like twenty bucks. So it's oh, not did selling. they? Oh, they man. like and this is another one where Tales of Arise should be on here. Do you know how much work goes into RPG music? You know how much dedication there is to that. Yeah, the music's great uh, in that game, too. Again, like, dude, what are... <laughs> nobody played it. You can't argue this uh, because you're going to be wrong. They did not play the game. That's my... They, they did not play the game. That's why you're not going to get that. So stupid. So stupid. Yeah, the Artful Escape, it's this, this game where you use instruments and shit. So that could be cool. I mean, that could well, have a cool... it's a platform game. It's not like an instrument game, but, like, it's got a weird... Yeah. It's, it's a weird story. So, games uh, for can we move up to games indie. for impact so we can look at all the terrible games that get on here because they needed to invent a fucking genre for shit games <laughs> best performance 
Oh no, best audio design. Obviously, it's the same kind of games. Uh, best performance. <laughs> what is? The... Oh, it's Life is Strange. Okay, that's Life why. Life is Strange, Far Cry, Dark, Deathloop, Resident Evil Village. The people that act is as the people. As the as the as the people. These people have no originality at all. It's I would say I, I don't care, but I love uh, Esposito as an actor. He's a brilliant fucking actor, so he deserves the award just hands down, just for being a brilliant actor. <laughs> I would give no, it to him. No, because the game because of the, the game was. The game I'm was sure great. the game was crap because Far Cry games are kind of shit. But he's a brilliant actor, no matter what he does. Yeah, but you don't give you don't give awards to people because they're good at other stuff. Like, well, no, I'm you saying... look at that list. You look at that list, and they get the reason why these people are on this list have nothing to do with their performance or people playing the game. If that's the case, why isn't Keanu Reeves in here? That yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know uh, why he's not in here? Because he doesn't, he doesn't check care. any. No, because he doesn't check any of those boxes. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, that's why it's three black dudes and two white women. So I mean, ga- two women. games for impact. So before so your eyes. Boyfriend Dungeon. What's oh, favorite game right there? What, what is this? <laughs> a color? What the hell is this? Uh, Life is Strange is the only one I somewhat agree with. That is it. No longer no, home. Dude, what the hell is that? Games for Impact is a category that they designed for all the shitty indie games that no one plays that pretend that they have some great message behind them. That's They literally built that category for those. I mean, there are some really cool, games. like for instance, a game that never got nominated when it came out, which I would have voted for, which is Dear Esther. It's super tragic and depressing of a game, but it's one of these title games because it's about a guy who kills himself and your character kills oh. himself at the end. Like, but and you find out all the depressing things that happened to him that made him get to this point, which is super depressing, but it's really cool. Um, but they never nominated. Also, I'm going to point out you can tell you can tell when a um, when these companies are trying to appease the mob because if you look at like. Um, best ongoing game. You can see what they're trying, what they're doing, because I don't like Fortnite, but Fortnite is still the best game that's been running for like ten years. But it's not on here because Notch pissed off the entire fucking best on Fortnite's on ongoing game. You mean no, Mi- not you Fortnite, mean Minecraft? No, Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh. Yeah. The reason why you never see Minecraft nominated on here is because he pissed off the entire um journalist core like 10 years ago before he sold well, this game wait why is genshin impact on this list it literally only came out last year because it's still ongoing oh my god fucking god christ so fucking punch so <laughs> you would love boyfriend dungeon oh my god so I, what it is it's i want to hang myself first anyway part of it is like dungeon crawler yeah the other part is like those dating sim oh god story book Game things where you just I'm, keep I'm, clicking. I'm sure the Japanese would love it. Anyway. Uh, uh, oh my god! Like why? <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. For one, Genshin Impact is much. I've played that game for a while. It's actually a decent game. Uh, but I don't. It doesn't need to be on this list. Period. No. Uh, Warzone, yes, because it's ongoing and they haven't like war, like Activision no, hasn't Warzone gone. We're gonna well, we're gonna stop supporting no, this. No, again, Warzone. No. This, stop, mate! Stop injecting your own bullshit. <laughs> what? What did you it say? It doesn't belong I said in this Warzone. List. We're supposed to be talking about like the reason why this shit is f- pathetic. Uh-huh. The best look, Apex fits. There's a reason why its fan base is still like 10, 15 million. All right, Final Fantasy fits because it's 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 it grew in size. Fortnite fits because it's still massive for these ongoing games. 
Um, Genji Impact, I don't think fits at all. No, it doesn't. But Not even not, close. There are certain games that you're going to get on these lists just because they're trying to check boxes and they don't want to put other stuff. League of Legends has been out 15 years, has a bigger fan base than all these games. Why is that oh, never man. on this list? And Rainbow Six. It's it's because of all the, the how many of these? Uh, well, we'll call it no, it's on because there. And, nobody played it. And, oh, well, and yeah, yeah. not to mention like Counter Strike game we brought up like multiple times during this podcast. It's mm-hmm. going super exactly. strong still. Why? Because none of the journalists play it. Oh yeah. You, you're seeing a pattern, and I'm 100 right, dude. They it don't really, touch the game, therefore it doesn't exist. It really should come down to Counter Strike and League of Legends, actually, in general. Those are probably the two biggest ongoing games. That still please their fan base. And yeah. when you think about it, art direction and shit should have been League of Legends. Like, where's that? Where, no, that's, that's true. Direction? Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. if you go and take a look at the art for the new champions every time they put them out and all that shit, you take a look at, like, the um, the the storybooks they do for the characters, their art direction is fucking phenomenal. Never oh, yeah. gets an award for it. Because yeah. they don't play the game, it doesn't exist in a little bubble of San Francisco tools. Yeah. Um. So best in the twelve-minute Death Door, Bridge of Spirits. Like I don't Death Door. It sounds like a cool game. It's it's a, it's a boyfriend simulator. Oh no, I'm kidding. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's terrible, and you know why it's terrible? Where the fuck is Hades? Yes, that is an amazing game. That is a fucking great game. And this one bucks against now. This one bucks against my thing about they never played it. The reason why Hades is not on here is because it doesn't check any of these diversity boxes for them. Yeah, no, Hades was oh my god, that's a that is a brilliant game. It doesn't have like an impact in its story. Yeah, I would definitely recommend everybody go buy that on the Switch. Well, the reason why I say the Switch because you can, it's a great game just playing handheld. Um, but it's on PS4 and everything that's else. Though, too. Global game presented by Death Door is a fuck you is a. Just a top-down. Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Actually, I would play that game. Anyway. Innovation and accessibility. Jesus Christ! <laughs> anyway, so, Inscription and Loop Hero. I don't know. Just from seeing the trailer to Death Row, I vote for that one. I don't know. I don't know any of this. <laughs> uh, best mobile game. Loop Hero looks like... Uh, oh, that's kind of cool, actually. I like that style. Indie. Yeah. I like that style. Anyway. Um... Best mobile game. Um, Grim, what's your favorite mobile game? Um, well, no, I would say I would say definitely. Final I, Fantasy HD, like, pixel-perfect remakes that they just released. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> but, like, no, for mobile game, I would say Genshin Impact should definitely. Def, this is where Genshin Impact actually deserves the award. Um, but Dude, these people don't play games, man. They're uh, pathetic. But that's Pokemon the Unite. Well, wow. that's the only one. No, all the mobile Pokemon games are terrible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about this League of Legends Wild Rift? I don't know. I've never played that. I've heard of it. Mobile game, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Marvel Future Revolution. I don't know what that is. And then it's one of, probably one of those stupid uh, pay to win. But like the th- only game on here that's actually plays like a real game is Genshin Impact. Dude, it's so embarrassing. You get to the best fighting game. And they have games from like two years ago that were re-released because they don't have, they didn't play enough, and the only ones they know are Melty Blood and Guilty Gear. <laughs> so they had to just fill it with games that don't even come close. All right, well let's get because we're getting at seven o'clock, so we're gonna get through this list. Uh, obviously, a lot of these are the That's same games, but we one of the big ones for me and Graham. We'll get into a best role-playing game: uh, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven, Monster Hunter Rise, 
uh, Scarlet Nexus, uh, Shin Mingumi Tensai Five, and Tale of Arise. Holy shit, it's on this list finally. Jesus Christ. Okay, I might actually, even though I haven't played the demo and only a few hours of the game, um, just because it's fresh in my mind, I do really like Tale of Arise. I, I might willingly choose that over Cyberpunk. Because I just love that style of RPG better. But hey, hey, assholes! Hey, assholes! Just because it's two players and technically makes it multiplayer doesn't mean it takes two belongs on best multiplayer. You fucking cock! Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's different. Um, and obviously, uh, um, I gotta play Hitman Three in VR. Yeah, that looks like it might be cool. Um, I would definitely say Demon Slayer is not a great fighting game anyway. Uh, Nickelodeon, um, Nickelodeon All Star Bash is not a good fighting game. It's really cool. It has rollback, but it's not a good fighting game. Uh, Virtual Fighter Five, let's, let's no. Uh, rollback was a feature that was designed so that the net code when you're fighting somebody balances it out. So there's no like, oh, you hit them and then it doesn't register and then they hit you uh, back. It's really great. It works really well. Yeah, but Garfield's coming to it. I know it's a cool game. I mean, it's neat, <laughs> but it's not best. It does I'm, not, I'm not a, like, a fan Guilty, of those bash like, games. Guilty Gear and Melty Blood have some of the best di- uh, best systems for a fighting game ever created. Like they're awesome. Like Melty Blood's a little more complex than Guilty Gear in some ways because it's done by French Bread, mm-hmm. which makes some super complex fighting games. Everybody loves French Bread pizza, motherfucker. Exactly. So, <laughs> so best family. It makes sense to have it takes two on there. Yeah, even though it's a two player game. But let's get into some of like the more must multiplayer. Back for Blood. I've heard that game's actually really good. Uh, Back for Blood. Uh, Valheim. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, New World. Well, yeah, that's, a, that's an MMO though. Yeah, they, these are. I don't know. I wouldn't call them multiplayer games. I don't know. It takes two. Yes, it's a multiplayer. Game. Monster Hunter Arise. Monster Hunter Arise would be the only one I would check out of all these. Actually, what's Knockout City? I don't know. Sounds like River City Ransom. Anyway, <laughs> uh, contact creator of the year. None of them. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the best contact debut. Contact creator of the year is Doc, period. Uh, best de- debut indie, I would say Valheim easily should take that award. They oh, have one content creator. I have never heard of any of those people. Look, all I can tell you right now, dude, is Doc still gets more views and more watches than anybody in the, in the content creator gaming spectrum. And he's been kicked off the biggest gaming platform for two years. And yet you still pretend he's not content creator of the year. I would say best anticipated, though, Zelda is probably easily, if not Elden Ring. No, absolutely Uh, not. It would be God of War. God of War sold more than Zelda. Yeah, I don't know. I'll say anyway. Uh, Best esport game called. Come on, it's League of Legends. Jesus Christ, people. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. Again, when when the only esport in the world that beats football in viewership <laughs> best esport the number one then you're not paying attention best esport event easily league of legends of the world come on now people this is not easy this is not a well, fucking this is not a... it, yes it was very entertaining oh, anyway it was, it was super entertaining to see the one the one american team oh, not, sorry one european team claw uh, claw back and barely make it in only to get bounced out immediately in the first round well yeah. at, at least League and Counter-Strike are in those. Yeah, they better be. Christ, if they didn't pick those, they're really out of touch. Uh, uh, the one I didn't get into, obviously, is the RGB uh, thing, but we'll get into that in the second half, though. Yeah. Um, so, But this has been the game portion. Um, 
And obviously, the Game Awards are tomorrow. Check it out. I'm sure you listen to this podcast after it, and you know the winners by now. So, but as you can see, we don't really agree with most of these lists because pretty much I don't think a lot of real gamers don't. But that's a whole hey, thing. I'm excited for the PUBG Mobile Championships. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that's but that's actually really big though. PUBG, I know it is. PUBG's mobile bigger. Oh, what do you call it? Than most battle royales on PC. I know, which is silly. But anyway, that's a whole other discussion. It's the <laughs> um but any <laughs> so depressing that people use mobile to play these games you people are pathetic because uh, they can afford a cell phone exactly cell phones no, are cheap it's not because they can afford the cell phone it's because it's a lot easier when you don't really have to aim well and move well well no because they have the like there's a lot of like poor parts of our world that all they can get is like a 40 dollars cell phone and they can play PUBG on it so yeah i understand his point too but they're, yeah. they've they're making really cheap droids now so that's the thing yeah good ones too <laughs> actually decent uh anyway so we're gonna move on to technology well, literally just we don't have much we don't have, <laughs> we don't have much technology but we're gonna get into a lot of movie news we'll get into the absolute probably worst thing in the world the santa ink thing uh and we're gonna get into the worst commercial Second only by uh the last jedi <laughs> anyway and uh the one of the worst trailers i was t- taken down by disney uh for their stupid hotel which i will never pay that kind of money for anyway the cool uh, lightsaber you can't buy ridiculous anyway uh i can get way better lightsabers than that anyway no, so, no you can't so anyway we're gonna get into also the trailer the final trailer for matrix 4 um and the anticipation and all the lead up and all that fun stuff at the end so yeah let's get into that um all that great stuff so what the heck's everybody been checking out this week what have you been watching obviously me and grim can go on about wheel of time but we're not gonna get into that anyway what else have you been watching uh i'm not gonna answer you dude <laughs> anyway. I just ju- I just jumped into a PUBG thing and I'm trying to figure out my buttons because they're fine. <laughs> oh. like, well, that's not going to happen. He's been watching a lot of his story in the story arc. The story <laughs> in the story arc. Wow. Of D and D. That's what oh, he's been watching. Okay. Oh, I watched uh, the next episode of Hawkeye. It's really not that bad. I like it. I yes, like it, it is. It's terrible. No, Thanks. it's not. It's not bad at all. Um. Oh, I watched the the season three of Hannah. Oh yeah, I forgot that show. Yeah. I, I like that show. Mm. I didn't like how it ended though, but nah. Mm. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, and Rookie, my normal shows that I watch. Oh, Rookie! rookie that's with... What the hell is this? What's his name? Dude, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find some better shit to watch. Um, dude. I'm sorry, I'm not into this stuff. You are. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, so far, holy crap! I have to say, like I, I pointed out briefly last week, but the new season of Dexter is fucking awesome. <laughs> like they are doing a great job. I am so glad that Michael C. Hall took charge of that show. Oh, he's like, the one that's been behind it. Yeah, he's the one. Really? He's the he's the head producer. Um, he's a part of like everything on that show now. Hmm. Like he's part of the reason why it came back because he didn't agree with how the season ended either, how the last season was done, and oh, he wanted okay. to bake up for it, kind of thing. Uh, with his character. He didn't like what they did with his character. So, yeah. So far, absolutely amazing. Love the sh- season so far. Holy crap. Um, and they're starting to tie into the previous seasons, which is really cool. Uh, they're doing some pull-ins. And uh, the one thing, actually, I've been checking out, because I haven't watched, like, America, like, American Gods has been out for a few years now. Uh, and I just started getting, like, through watching it. I'm on to the second season. That show, like, 
they have really got like they do such a great job. But big portion of that why it's done so well is because Neil Gaiman is so involved in the TV shows made from his books. He is like right there. And if I may follow, because I follow him on like uh, Instagram and stuff, he really posts as they're like producing and shooting and writing and stuff like that. He posts like images and uh, what do you call it, like things like that all the time during production of these TV shows. Uh, so he's really, really involved. And obviously, he's the one who wrote the book, American Gods. Uh, so I would say I recommend anybody like that book. Go check it out. Uh, definitely go check it out. It's it's absolutely great. And the visuals are holy crap. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, I don't know. I can't say many. I can't say I can't say enough good things about just like the adaption of Neil Gaiman stuff like into TV. So far, the stuff they've done is amazing. And if you never read Guilt, Neil Gaiman, well, hey, you need to go real Neil, Neil Gaiman. Uh, but the one thing I want to get into, so, uh, and I shared this with Grim actually on our chat thing earlier this week. The one thing I discovered, and I saw them, I've seen them for a while uh, at bookstores. Uh, called It's a company called Graphic Audio. And I assumed, I was like, oh, they're just audiobooks. Just not even thinking about it, right? I was like, oh, it's just another audiobook company trying to compete with Audible. Fine, whatever. Uh, and then I was like some, like a reviewer, like of books. I watched a lot of booktubers. They were talking about like an adaptation and I was like, Oh, uh, not adaptation, but like a version of it on graphic audio. And I was like, Oh, it's just a book. And then they played a club. I was like, Oh, it's not just an audio book. It's an audio book. That's an unabridged. Well, it is an unabridged. So a lot of people think it's a bridge version, which they pick. You'll make an assumption. I found out, but they're not, they're unabridged. They're full whole entire books. Um, done in full production like a radio drama multiple actors uh multiple voices sound effects everything and holy crap because i haven't read rhythm of war yet so i so so i haven't read uh rhythm of war yet so i wanted to reread um uh oathbringer right and i started to listen to the audiobook again uh, Oathbreaker. Yeah. Anyway, I started listening to the book, and then I found out about this, and I was like, "Holy crap!" So I've <laughs> I've listened to Stormlight Archives again already, and like I was like, all these moments are like so much more intense, and like the guy they got to do like Kaladin's voice is like he's perfect. He's perfect. Like, <laughs> and he's like he gets like the way he talks, everything. It's like holy crap. Um, like all the characters from Bridge Four, like they got the voices like perfect. Like the way I like the way you think about these characters, it's like awesome. And then like all like these some of the times when they describe something that's happening, it's not described to you like they would like reading an audiobook. You hear it happening instead, which is really cool. It's like it's like I said, it's like a radio drama. Um and these moments are just so much more intense. And I'm like really impressed. But they, when I was looking at graphic audio in general, like their library they have, they, it's, their library is actually not that great. They have a lot of like absolute shit books. I know they are shit books, but they have a lot of really cool ones. Like for for instance, like I was like super stoked. They have the entire Stormlight Archives. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so I like, just like the, like they like the ending of uh, the first book like was so much more intense. It was like this theatrical music and like you yeah. hear the storm I'm raging sure. and the, oh, uh, it was, <laughs> it was like, 100% don't care. I've heard, I've already heard things like this because they do them with other books. I, I've heard like a Lord of the Rings done like that. It's, it's, it's nowhere near. It, 
good as he says it is. It's the, no, these guys are amazing because I because like a lot of these people half ass it. These guys, this is what they fully do, and they actually these books are actually if you pay for them, they're actually fairly expensive, like a hundred dollars for a book. So um, they're quite expensive uh, because they because they spend so much money in d- production with it. Um, but like when the Herald like busts into that gate and like he was well, like, run, you fools. Like, it is so intense. It is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I loved it. And like the whole like scene, like in uh, words of like radiance, like uh, in when the what do you call it? when the sink is sh- like, yeah, ship is sinking and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's, and you it's listen so to this intense. stuff when you're working? Oh, yeah. I can't pay attention. I would not be able to pay pay attention to work while trying to listen to that at the same time. Work is, like, mindless. Nope. I'd, I'd get nothing. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. Oh, crap. I, I, I get nowhere. Like, I can listen to music because I know what the music is. Oh. But if I'm trying to concentrate on something, I can't concentrate on both. I'm usually not concentrating on work when I'm working. No. I'm just doing it. I'm running around with my <laughs> head cut off. <laughs> uh, I'm just doing it. It's just what it is. Um, so, but no, I I do have to shout like, like the only thing is it is really expensive. Like, but you can buy the books in parts. They do five to six parts, and they're like around fifteen bucks a part, uh, which is a little excessive. But I understand because they well, charge because like because they charge because it costs a lot to make each one of these books. I was looking at like the production of these books and it costs like, like thousands and thousands of dollars to make these things mm. like to hire these actors, to get the sound effects artists, all this stuff. It takes a lot. Um, so I appreciate like, you know I mean their effort in doing it. Um, like this is the main reason why I listen to these star Wars books instead of reading them because they do the same thing with star Wars books and the regular audio books. Mm. Um, and that's why, like, I that's why I do that. So I really appreciate, it. like, holy crap, and just like re-listening to one of my absolute favorite book series right now, like in full, like it's like listening to a movie. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> so I definitely. Uh, I think you have damage. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I would wouldn't rec- be able to listen to either of them. So anyway, that's why I shared it with Grim, uh, and I gave him a link to actually because I put uh. I, I didn't I, even look at it. I put some of them up on my uh <laughs> That's my server. how much he cares. I put some of them up on my server, which is really cool. Like they like yeah. Like I recommend anybody want this is the if you want to listen to the audiobook of Stormlight Archives, this is how you need to listen to it, because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> no, 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 don't listen to him, people. If you want to listen to Stormlight Archives, just listen to the audiobook. It has the best performer doing it, period. And it's it's just it's great. Well, no, they have that guy doing the main narration, and then when a character is speaking, it's an actor. I do. What is your obsession with actors? Um, like, and then obviously when things are happening, like, like are it's an art. Like when, like when, like Sprint are flying around, you can hear it whisping by the guys. You can hear it like whisping Dude, around. I have an imagination. That shit's in my brain. Anyway. No, I know, but it's really cool seeing it. Like really, really come. Like holy crap! Like some you don't see shit. It's really cool. Well, you do see it. Uh, it's really cool. Um, like I'm really like his character, uh, Shaolin's like uh, Shaolin. I want Shaolin. I don't pronounce her name. Name. Uh, one of the coolest characters. She's Shaolin. Anyway, she's one of the coolest characters. I well, the reason why because I read most of them and then I listened to other books she's after, the worst character. and I always pronounce her name Shaolin. I'm not Shaolin. kidding, Bazinga. I know it seems like I'm just busting balls. She's the worst out of the characters. Um. Dolnar, Dolnar Colin, 
and um, Kaladin are the two best characters to pay attention to. And then after that, it's like um, the prince, uh, prince, what's his name, Adolin? Yeah, Prince Adolin. Yep. And a few other side characters, like the um, the chick that causes the the Pashendi to become the awa- the awoken. Well, and all the, that. you mean the, sto- Shalan, the 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 song of the storm kind of thing kind of happens? Yeah. Almost anyway. everything Shalon does is boring and annoying. Well, that's because you don't like. I like your character. Arguing with herself. Well, yeah, but I like her character because she's an artist, and I love that fact. Like, you get just like it's like being inside an artist's head, like drawing stuff and stuff. It's pretty sweet. And then obviously she has powers too. But I mean, and I love the voice they use for the audiobook for pattern is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Like I would never have imagined it like that, but it's really cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't know. I, I am like super thrilled just because it's one of my favorite books, like series of all time. And yes, I when I first read it, I did pronounce her name Shalid when I was reading it, and so it's still stuck it's in my Shalon. head. Shalon, it's, it's really it's really Shalon, I know. But when I obviously I read the physical books, um, so that's how it's stuck in my head. Anyway, let's get into the first topic. So, which is the topic we're going to cover the other half, but I'm just going to cover it real quick on here, which is the Razer RGB smartphone cooler. Um, yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> it's uh it's with magsafe actually connects that's how it connects to your smartphone but i want to point out how useless and pointless this is because it gives a whole thing about when you're gaming and your cpu and your gpu heats up a whole bunch and i'm like yes on an actual pc well the phones get hot they, they get, get hot. really hot but how's this gonna help it's not like it's blowing into the phone no and if you want to watch there's plenty of like tech youtubers out there that have done this silly cooling of phones Okay. It really doesn't do much. Except unless they like open the phone up. Yeah, you can what do that. Kind of, why are you cooling your phone, you retard? You're not playing anything on it that needs that much power. Because they burn your hands. They, <laughs> they really do. They get really freaking hot. They do. That's true. They do. <laughs> but they, 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 but like, this ain't going to help. This is just literally just a gimmick. They're just marketing. Like, they're like, yeah. hey, you need a cooler for your smartphone? Here you go. It's like, no. Let's make it more, even more uncomfortable to hold. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact you got to plug this thing in, too. Yeah. Oh, geez. It doesn't charge? No. Oh, no. It's not battery operated. People are fucking pathetic. It is. Like, it is. Pathetic. Like, well, this is just Brazer trying to make money off a of fucking a problem Holy that doesn't exist. Goddamn phone. Jesus Christ, people. Get a life. Well, they they do, like, is it? does my phone have that? Some phones have that that I mean, the water cool cooling built in. Yes. Um. Yeah, the, but like that's a little different. Like, yeah, phones chamber are des- yeah. cooling. F- yeah, chamber f- phones are designed to be. Look, f- look, you mean? My point is, oh. you're you're cooling your phone because you're using it for something long term that you shouldn't be doing. Like, you're using it to play games for long term, and that's why it's getting hot. And you're using a cooler to cool it. And here's an idea: stop gaming on your fucking phone. Well, no, people do, but there's no, you can game for hours on your phone. It's fine, but you don't, it, it, you know I mean, these things are designed with that in mind. They're designed to get hot and they have a system to keep them cool. There's no reason to add a cooler at all. Zero. Like there are some phones that like, what, those ROG phones? Yeah. But they, they blow into the phone. They yeah. Vince. Well, no, they like, they design the phone yeah. to work that way. Yeah. It's all part of the design. Any the phone they're using as a demo here has, I'm sure, a perfect cooling chamber inside it that works just fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna 
Yeah, it's but not going to ruin the phone. Be cool. Dude, you're not leak cool if you're not cooling your phone while playing PUBG Mobile because you can't play PUBG real. Actually, a little, little no, fact. you're not leak cool unless you have RGB. Actually, okay. a little fact here: <laughs> there is uh, an app we have to use at work, um, and that thing heats up phones like I've never seen any app. Yeah, do. but that, it's a it's a fucking Walmart app. It probably was programmed by two monkeys in a basement. Oh, probably. We're still figuring that one out. Oh man, it's it's terrible. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's terrible. I didn't know that there yeah. was an episode of that series. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. What's the first one on the list? Okay. Dude, so out of practice in PUBG. Holy so shit, it's, it's, it's It moves so slow, too, right? Okay. So it just feels Disney right released the trailer to. Okay. So a couple months ago, they released the, how much it was going to cost to stay at this hotel. Yeah. Which was literally a stupid price. $5,000. It's two, like an experience. Yeah. You're not but, actually in space. No, but it's $5,000 for two nights. Uh, and guess what the checkout time is? 9 a.m.? 8 a.m. 8 a.m. That's retarded. But you don't even get 24 Dude, hours. Didn't you know, man? Didn't you know, though? Disney cares about people. They're a good company. They say so when they tell you about all the diversity oh, stuff. Oh, it's a two-night adventure. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's all nice and good and all. Close my dick. You don't see me charging for it. So, Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm sorry. That was fucking great. I don't care what you say. Oh, <laughs> uh, so this trailer is the most cringiest trailer I think you've ever seen, for one. It's terrible. Uh, they're like, oh, I can't wait to see it kind of thing. That's this kid who's supposedly actually a Star Wars fan. He's not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> they go into this wait, thing. Wait, you mean they hired fake fake kids to pretend that they're fans? Oh, yeah. Um, anyway. Like they did with Kamala Harris in that fucking science video? <laughs> um, so they walk into this place. It looks like a set from a, like a knockoff Star Wars <laughs> B movie from like the 90s. Uh, like you can tell, like... Star Wars, like when you're watching a Star Wars movie, yes, we know. Like if you know VFX, like special effects, yes, those walls are plastic. This is plastic. Yes, you know that from production standpoint, but it's made to look like metal. These things look like plastic, literally plastic. It's terrible. I think then, my uh, there's a a game on the the Oculus. It's called Rec Room. Yep. And people can make their own things. And there was uh, the Cantina. Oh, cool. I think that looked better than this. It probably did look better. <laughs> anyway, and then they have, like, the control boards of, like, the ship and stuff, and I'm like, there's CRTs. I'm like, they didn't even use CRTs in the original 70s version of Star Wars. What are you doing? <laughs> like, where'd you get this? Where you, And the concept of how it looks, like, I don't even know where they pulled that concept from. And I've read every damn fucking Star Wars book. Christ. I don't know where they got it from. So they pulled it from my balls, honestly. So yeah, there is this little thing you sit in this thing and you control the ship and yeah, that a bunch of crap. Anyway, um, it like so obviously, and this is just the outside. This is just the yeah, this galaxy. is the thing, which this is kind of cool. This is the amusement park, which actually does look kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but the hotel, no. So then you walk in the hotel, and then the kid's like, oh, and he, he like kind of walks into another room, and it, it looks, it just looks like a bar. That look, it just looks like a sci-fi bar with some LEDs around it. It doesn't look like any like bar on in any Star Wars book or any movie at all. Doesn't look like at least you know what I mean modeled after one of them. Mm-hmm. You know I just want to point out, want to point out how hypocritical it is that you're complaining that it's not accurate when you were fine with the movies being completely inaccurate so, to what Star Wars is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's super hypocritical. Um, but you go ahead. They can do, uh, you think the graphics would be better in this this 
ride thing they're doing. The yeah, those things run. Those that when you see them with the because they actually that you see it in the dark. You see in the light, it looks terrible because yeah. they did it in the uh, trailer. It looks terrible. Um, so they're walking around. And they're in this like absolutely just looks like a bar. It's just a bar with some LED lights. Um, I wish the it doesn't look it. anything it, like. It doesn't, well, for me, I always think of most Eisley, but at least somewhat make it look like that. Have some space pirates around. Something. I don't know what. Do something. And then out of the blue, a Twilic, a person dressed up as a Twilic walks in singing some pop song. And I'm like, oh my God. I about wanted to punch somebody at that point because I'm like, no. Okay. There, there's plenty of music throughout the Star Wars era that there's nothing sound like pop music. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> there's no pop music within the Star Wars universe. It doesn't happen. There's pop music. I'm sure they they consider pop music within the Star the Hollow universe. For the first time, it's real. Oh, it's 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 terrible. <laughs> um, and we've I was, traveled to the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, we've got recruited by the Resistance, and now we're ready. Yeah, this is <laughs> like this is just silly. Come on, Dad, we gotta go save the ship. Oh, <laughs> like, and this is the thing that like drives me up a wall like with this like and i like literally pretty much stopped watching the trailer after that point um like i was just like completely turned off <clears throat> i hit the dislike button and it was just like yeah i'm done with that bullshit fuck that <laughs> um you fucking idiot <laughs> anyway so guy, guy canceled resing me at one second <laughs> oh so anyway like yeah i was just like holy crap and then i waited for all like the other YouTubers and stuff and people I follow that are huge, like Star Wars fans. Like, and I can't and find it, the actual trailer. No, they took it down. This is what I'm talking about. So I then find out like on the, uh, was, I think it's Den of Nerds. I think it was. I listened to. Uh, I Then I found out. That's when I found out they actually took it down. And I was like, holy crap. That's funny. They had so many dislikes. They had to take it down. They took it down. I was like, Jesus. Like, it wasn't. Nobody I know. Not naming. Like, Nobody. I mean, usually, like, Star Wars fans are fairly divided with the newer Star Wars movies, but this thing, no. There's no Star Wars fan that like that thing. Unless you're, like, five years old, no. So, do you remember that, that lightsaber that they announced that actually retracted itself? Yeah. That's only for the actors. I know. You can't actually buy that. I know. And everybody's, like, pissed. Oh, they, I know, I know. they would have forked out cash. Of course they would have, yeah. <laughs> but no, there's nobody. Like, this is one thing, like, the Star Wars fans have united back again. To dislike this thing. <laughs> the sad part is that the Star Wars fans united over this and not over the shitty new movies. Oh, uh, like, oh, like that—that's the embarrassing part. Like the like, like this. get your priorities together. They made three shitty movies and you were fine with it, but you're mad about a a, a, a right. hotel you're never gonna go to. <laughs> no, well, the thing like, is, grow up. But the thing is, though, if this hotel actually looked like the Millennium Falcon or any of the number of starships like within like Star Wars universe. Uh, no, Nate, um, Nate, I will not let you do that. You go back. It's Millennium, it's Millennium Falcon. All right. Just because one person during that movie decided to put on a fucking English accent to change the way it pronounced. That's like Madonna changing her accent. It was always Falcon until like the second movie. And then one of them was like, it's Falcon actually. Anyway, doesn't matter. So anyway, if they, Falcon, any, oh, and, so, or any, you know I mean, you know I mean any of the, you know I mean, oh any other starships, right. Or, <laughs> you know I mean, or the Imperial vessels, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Pick one, do it. That's fine. Do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> do it, do it now. <laughs> anyway, so pick one of them and make a hotel of it. That'd be fine. 
actually have real actors that know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, make it actually dramatic. Make it. They like, didn't have real actors for their movies. Anyway, because I want like, for instance, okay, you're supposed to be on a mission for the resistance. I, if I'm going there to pay five thousand dollars and I want an experience, I want grittiness. I want like, I want it to feel like a military setting. I want someone screaming at me. You know what I mean? You're 100 right. It's like it's like going to see the new movies and wanting a co- cohesive <laughs> story and not getting it, but paying twelve dollars to go and see it. Oh, uh, anyway, so it's Nate. Uh, I'm gonna keep bragging you on this because I'm fucking right, and you're like the last Star Wars fan defending them. I, I still like. I, I mean, I obviously own because you have a thing for the Daisy Ridley. Anyway, where have I surprise seen the kid in that? Video. He, he's an actor. He was in a show. He's terrible. I can't. Oh, what the hell was so he? So is Daisy Ridley. <laughs> I know. Is he talking shit now? <laughs> so yeah, like the, she like, ain't doing shit like, anymore, is she? Like, and the thing I think this is where the disconnect happens. I think Disney has completely forgotten that they're a big, big, big fucking portion of your star, your fan base for Star Wars is older adults, um, and they don't want this bullshit. Period. They don't want it. No one's gonna pay five thousand dollars for your retardedness. Maybe some five, maybe some like ten year old is going to rag him for being a hypocrite. Some some ten year old is going to beg. Some ten year old is going to beg his parents to go there. I think it's the kid from the Goldbergs. The hell is the Goldberg? The, the, the youngest son from the Goldberg. Goldberg running around and fucking wrecking people. He he goes into like a, a children's school and he's like, "Who's next?" And then he like breaks one in half and then picks up another one. You're next. And breaks one in half. Oh Jesus. Oh. <laughs> and it would still be better than the new movies. Next. But yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as we get into disappointing, disappointing, disappointing stuff from the internet. Ah oh, shit. Uh, well, in general, being released. <laughs> so, all right, Santa Inc. I saw this trailer like two months ago, right? I was on my I don't, what oh. do you mean disappointing? It, like, I knew that movie was going to be bad. So well, it's a t- oh, it's a, well, it's a TV series anyway. <laughs> Did you watch no, any of it? No, I'm refusing to accept it as a TV series because I don't believe anybody would allow that show to have that many fucking episodes made. Um, well, that's a whole nother. Well, thing. it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it's on. Oh, yeah, it's that, on HBO. That yeah. explains it because like. <clears throat> 80% of what they do is pretty bad. So, did you no, watch so I haven't watched it yet, oh, okay. but I did I watch I expect it. you to like it, that's all. Anyway, so I liked the trailer originally. Uh-huh. I thought the I thought the trailer was cool. I was like, well, because I absolutely hate the idea of Christmas. So I was like, oh, this is right in my alley. This is kind of cool. Anyway, so. Dude, there's nothing more embarrassing than hating Christmas just to be edgy. I've hated, Chris, I've hated Christmas since I was a kid. That's besides the point. Yeah, you're being edgy, dude. Like, when it comes to this movie, you don't have to like Christmas. But the idea that you made a movie just to shit all over it so you could offend people, well, no, just, okay. that's just embarrassing. Well, no, like, because the actual movie. Well, no, because it doesn't actually. It just shits. It doesn't shit on Christmas, but it doesn't like. Yes, it does. It's dude, weird. I've seen, I've seen so many clips of it, dude. It's weird. All yeah. the. It's not shitting on capitalism or anything like that. It's literally trying to tell people that if you if you're someone who enjoys Christmas with your family, you're pathetic. Um, that's basically what the movie is doing. Well, no, the so everybody knows the uh, basically the plot of it is that Sarah Sheldon's playing a elf. You know what I mean? That and Seth Rogen's playing Santa Claus. Uh so and she wants to be the next Santa Claus mm-hmm. kind of thing. And she's an elf and being told she can't like that's not possible kind of thing. Um, so because she's a woman, dude, and you know women are oppressed. Well, that is kind of the plot, but. 
Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, kind of? Anyway, so the one of the things, so I guess they have like really pissed everybody off with this. So for one, I guess I haven't watched it yet, but supposedly in the second episode, the actual successor to Santa Claus within the storyline was supposed to be a black guy. Okay. And something terrible happens to him, I guess, or something. And I'm guessing Sarah Silverman's character of the elf has nothing oh to do with my it. God. Dude, so, this is so embarrassing. So I was oh like, I was like, what the? F-? I was like, okay, because I saw a whole like, like people were like, people aren't just Dude. mad; they are mad at they, this they, show. You, like, there's no, there's no. They are offended at at their own. No, they're, they're offended at them not checking the right diversity box, not at how bad the show is. They're offended that that they didn't make Santa a black man and that Sarah Silverman might have done something to his character. Not at how bad the fucking show is. Oh, no, the show's... Yeah, the show's probably terrible. But yes, like, but the people... You're telling me that the people that are offended are more offended that it didn't check the diversity box correctly. How are there no... Whether, Okay, did did so, they block it? Or no, no. There's no reviews. No, that's the thing. So this is what's strange. So obviously it has only a, like it has the lowest score on Rotten Tomatoes, period. Yeah. So it is literally the worst show you could ever watch right now. Okay. According to Rotten Tomatoes. But why aren't there any because no, reviews? Re- reviewers refuse to review the show. Bullshit. I, I don't find that true. There, there's got to be some that are going, this is just awful. There aren't even freaking audience reviews. No, there's audience reviews. No. There's over there's, a thousand. There's, there's over a thousand. Where? There's nothing here. The reason why the reason why people 4%. aren't reviewing it is because there we go. they don't want to so, review something so what liberal. What's going on? It's so negative. weird. Yeah. Um. But That's yeah. All there is. No. But yeah. No. Critics will not review it. It's they don't want to touch. They don't want to be critics. on the side with us normal people going. This is just a shitty show. But I cannot believe you. Like I didn't there believe we go. that. Nate. Like I Two. know people hate that movie, are hating it because it's it's just a pile of shit shitting all over Christmas. I didn't know that the other side, the leftist retard side, hate it because they didn't check enough diversity boxes for them. Well, no, that's like, just the that's just the first one. I guess there's a whole bunch of them. Like, like that is pathetic, dude. There's so many more reasons to be mad than them not like transferring Santa to a black man or a woman in the second episode. Well, no. The, like well, I think I think obviously Sarah Silverman's character becomes Santa Claus by the end. That's obviously the point. That's gonna happen. But, <laughs> um, but with it, I don't know how many episodes have aired. I don't know, or all of them are up. I don't know. It's a, there's one guy that gave it a tomato. Gave it a tomato. It says it's proudly it's, crude it's and immature with, without wholly abandoning the holiday spirit. That's a complete lie, dude. I've seen I've seen enough clips where I've actually seen like ten episodes. And then there's then there's a splat. There's a splat. Well, that's that just is. rotten. That's rotten. And the, nationally about Christmas, but it also wants to be cooler than the than the genre of which it's a part in. Oh, elevating itself above sus- subject matter. Santa Inc. ends up feeling dour and heavy, a televised lump of coal. Just so you know, it doesn't that, actually elevate itself over so, any fucking subject matter. Yeah. <laughs> elevate is not a word for this fucking... And <laughs> if you like people swearing two or three times in every sentence. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen doesn't really have much talent anyway. He was just goofy funny in like a couple of early movies, but his shit's not good. Uh, Everything he does by himself is terrible. American Pickle was retarded. Uh, what the hell was it? Was it the movie The End or something it was called? That was kind of funny. Yeah, the apocalypse movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah but again, funny. that's when that's when he has other people. 
yeah. that are far more talented showing mm. up. Like I'm chuckling a little bit when he's around. I'm laughing my ass off when Danny McBride shows up with fucking <laughs> Jason Tatum in a fucking leather suit on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's funny to me, uh-huh. not because Seth Rogen's in it. Because Danny McBride is fucking hilarious, and if you've never if you've never seen Eastbound and Down, it's one of the oh, best yeah. TV shows I've ever seen. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot this fall no. down fall damage. In yeah, movie. but like yeah. honestly, this show is just another participation in the battle between two cultures or three or five <laughs> or five. <laughs> well, yeah, because it seems like they went out of the way. We're just gonna like piss everybody off. Like, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, but that no, no, because they didn't realize they were pissing the other side off. That movie was meant to piss off conservatives. They didn't realize that they were going to offend their side. Because his, his newsflash people, people on the left never realize that they're going to offend their own side because they never see it coming when their own side eats them. And I'm not joking, even though I just said eats them. <laughs> that That's how it works. Like, like, the leftists will go on and make a joke, and then they'll get dogpiled by the people on the left. And they'll be like, I can't believe that happened. How can you not believe that happens? They dogpile everyone that offends them. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen to you sooner or later. Now it's Seth Rogen's turn. He ran his mouth and then he made a terrible TV show and now he's getting dogpiled. Yeah. Well, this is everybody. Like, this is like, I, I can't find a person that's gave this thing a good review. I tried to find people that said something good about this show. There's nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Everything's one star. Uh, there's nobody. 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 Like, at all. <laughs> got nobody. Nowhere. Oh, we got a five star here. What? Where? <laughs> I don't know why there's so much hate. I actually enjoy the adult jokes and the fact that they're talking a diff- taking a different role or route. Uh, why do all Christmas movies have to be the same? Why not a real life? Why, why not take real life problems on Christmas? It's, it's, because it's, that was the, the, they're not real life. They're not. They're not. That's, they, another, we, that's another delusion of the bubble. Like people, like when people in San Francisco are like, well, it's a real life problem that uh, people have to pay bail to get out of prison or <laughs> it's a real life. It's, it's not a like, for example, the, the whole law they have. With, no, I'm serious, serious. Like the whole law they have with the thousand dollars under a thousand dollars and you don't go to jail thing. Like yep. you can't be prosecuted. Yeah. And in liberal world in San Francisco, the problem was that people were getting arrested for stealing low low cost items. In the real world, where people are like, no, the problem is they're stealing the items. Period. It's the same. Yeah. It's literally the same thing with with shows like this. Like in Clown World, they think that this is that this is a normal thing. Like it, it's real life problems. In the real world, those are not real life problems. And that's then they'll go, well, cool. that's why we need uh, universal-based income. Well, okay, we're not getting to that. Anyway. <laughs> um, um, I'm just saying, like, when you live in clown world, the, the problems you think are real life are not. They're the, they're the problems you they're, – they're far less important. Yeah. Well, I heard them, like the, – the, the important problem is the crime wave in San Francisco, not the fact that people get arrested for stealing. Yeah, anyway, so it's I was – because they're stealing. I was watching random clips of it, and – there was one scene they literally said the word bitch like a hundred times within like a minute. I was like, what? They, well, how they, they is this entertaining? Funny. How? Anyway. So, it's and then, funny, and then another, but then, have you seen the pandemic special <laughs> with South Park? Which was absolutely hilarious. I, that, I, the, the still, I still got to finish the post. The, I still got to finish the post episode, the post COVID. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, uh, the other thing is too, I saw the other clip is they had reindeer doing meth. I don't even know. <laughs> It was just like, okay, guys, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if we need to watch the show. I might check it out, but I don't know. 
<laughs> like, oh. it, really, they could sit down and watch South Park and learn something from that because people think, people like, oh, South Park's crude. The amount of creativity and how they do every one of their jokes is fucking mind-boggling. It all goes the back to they, all goes back to orgasm, man. <laughs> dude, dude, they, did, they did a simple Kenny's dick joke where he was buck naked on a fucking morgue, like a table, and you you think it'd be crude, but the way they do the joke, you can't stop fucking laughing because Kenny, you, what's the thing that defines Kenny? You can never see his face, mm-hmm. right? You don't see anything but his but his bottom half. <laughs> to, to stay along with the wrong long running gag of you're not allowed to see his face. His whole face is covered by a fucking beard. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he doesn't have his parker anymore, but you still can't fucking see Kenny. Nope. Yeah. And it makes the whole goddamn joke a hundred times like layers deep. Yeah. Compared to just saying bitch forty times because you have no talent. So I wouldn't be surprised at this point because a lot of people are expecting that HBO is gonna take this whole thing down. Well, here's the best thing. They gave it four stars. Three and a half stars. The first episode is honestly awful because it's trying way too hard to be edgy <laughs> without did, being funny. Did Grim write that up? <laughs> that, that's his name's 100% true, man. A lot of, lot of fake edginess on these TV shows nowadays. Yeah. Okay. It's the same. Th- it, real quick, it's the same problem I have with, uh, with The Wheel of Time with that that scene where they intentionally make it seem like everybody in the village is retarded. So nobody sees the Trollocs coming until after one of them comes out from behind a building and stabs a dude in the back. So they can have that shock value moment where you're like, Oh, they're all having fun. Oh shit. That guy got pwned. But with your mind, if you're any, even remotely intelligent, you're like, someone would have heard these things coming. Trollocs don't sneak. They bum rush. Yeah. The Uh, idea that that guy, that one snuck up and got a sneak attack is just poor writing so you can be shot. Yeah. So it's the same thing with the bitch 40 times. Alright, let's get into this last topic. So the final trailer for Matrix Resurrection is out. Alright, I'm leaving now, dude. Okay. Um I didn't watch it, man, so oh. okay. <clears throat> I'll just be a burden for you here. So anyway, so the last trailer came out, like the final trailer before it comes out within a week and a half. Um I can't wait for this fucking movie. It looks awesome. And just for a brief snaps, I was watching like a making like some stuff. Uh, Leona Wachowski is really involved. Like, well, I hope so. No, well, she's like, like she was like a lot of times like during the first Matrix, um, the well, both of them would just kind of sit in the video booth thing, then watch the footage, and then give their opinion, and then they'd go back and forth. That's what most directors do. Mm-hmm. She was right up there with the cameraman. She was on the set going, "No, you need to do this." She was right involved every mm-hmm. scene, every, like right there, going, "No, this is how it needs to happen." This is. So she was like super, super involved. Like this is it's because if you read about when she started writing this, because she was literally had guards at the end of her, her driveway because Warner Brothers wouldn't leave her alone because for another sequel, this was like years ago. Mm-hmm. And she kept on saying, no, the story's over. It's done. We're not doing another one. And she said that over and over and over again. And then her parents passed away. Oh. And she went through a whole thing of depression uh, during that time. And out of the blue, one day she started writing a sequel to The Matrix. And she got, she was like, oh my, it gave her comfort. And then she just went on, like, you know what I mean? Had a whole bunch of inspiration on where to take the story. You know what I mean? So this is kind of a really passion project because it got her through a really t- hard time in her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know what I mean, it's really cool. It shows that, like, this is, you know what I mean? Whether the movie's good, bad, and different, it shows the creator had a lot of heart in it. Did they, I, did, did they write them, this, The Matrix? Yeah. Okay. 
So I would think that because they wrote and directed it, that they would have a big part of it. Directed, produced, yeah, everything. In the beginning, the movies. They did. Okay. Well, you said usually they just sit down. Well, no, I'm saying they don't, they're not so involved. They're not right up in like the cameraman's face or in the actor's face. They usually sit back um, as a director and go give direction. And they sit back over in the like little, there's a, it's called video valley or what it's called. Mm -hmm. They go and sit and watch the scene after to say if it came out good or not. And then they'll go back and reshoot it again. She was right up there with the cameraman. Like, hey, hey, yo, you do this (laughs) kind of thing. Give him direction. (laughs) Uh, So uh, she was really involved, which is really cool. So whether it's good, bad, or not, it shows that she had a lot of heart in this movie, which is really cool. Um, The one thing we got to favorite moment of this new trailer, we got to see old Naomi. Oh, okay. um, Played by, uh, obviously, J.A. Pinkett Smith. Mm -hmm. And she had a great line. She was just like, She's like, you know, like I forget all that noise that the Matrix tries to put in your head. You know what else makes that noise? War. <laughs> um, and then you get a shot like of uh, like it seems I'm guessing my own theory is that the so what not scene we just saw there. He's fighting Agent Smith again mm-hmm. because Jonathan Gruff literally says line for line what um, Hugo Weavy says yeah. in the first movie. So you can tell he's playing Agent Smith. Um, Agent Smith wasn't eradicated like we thought. Deus S. Machina did not get rid of Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can guess is that, yeah, that's John. Yeah. And you see they keep on going back and forth to the first movie. Yeah. Um, that what's happening here is that he is actually still, he still got out. And I think he's waging his own war against Deus S. Machina in the real world. Because in some of the outside shots, it seems like robots fighting robots. So there's a whole another war going on. Um, and on top of that, the war never stopped from that that we thought was over in the first movie. Because of Agent Smith wasn't completely eradicated. Uh, and obviously we know Sati is in it. She's an older Sati. So obviously I'm guessing she's playing the Oracle. Um, and obviously they returned the like the line when he's fighting Agent Smith. He's like, I still know Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he he starts remembering a lot of things, but they're hinting at in the trailer, but I don't think it's actually the case that the real world was a matrix in the matrix. They were never out of the matrix. Oh, oh the, the, the trailer. Okay, the trailer is trying to hint at it, but I don't <clears throat> think that's actually the case. I think Neo is in another matrix. The same thing with Trinity, um, and they were their memories were kind of messed with to think that wasn't real memories of what he did in the first movies. But I think they're when they try to wake him back up, they're trying to tell him, like, no, those are real events. They're not fake. Like, for instance, like we see in the first trailer when he's talking to his therapist, uh, like, why do I keep on having these dreams? And the therapist is telling him, oh, they're just dreams. I think what it is is they're trying to, the machines are trying to erase that from his memory like that never happened. Like the first movies. Like, those are not real events or not real things, but they actually are real things. And I think when they're waking him back up out of the Matrix again, they're showing him, no, these are real things. You actually saved us. Mm-hmm. Um, and now his the storyline is for him to save Trinity. Um, because she, if you look, she there's a lot of shots of her in her own separate pod, like right there, uh, which is in its own Matrix. Yeah. Uh, which is written in old code, which they say a lot, which we don't know. Well, so that's that's Matrix right there. no no that's the real world that's the real world okay that's the real world uh she knows she's in a pod 
uh, in a separate pod. Is that why they don't age? No, why okay, because that, so, that okay. other one was old. A lot of people said that, but I don't think that's the case because people age very differently. No, I, think, I know, but like, I think they're just as old. Why was Jada hurt? Why was her Jada Pinkett Smith? Yeah, why was her so old? No, she was like okay when people age a lot more drastically, especially if they are have a lot of burden of stress, they look a lot more aged. Well, in real life, she doesn't look like that. No, <laughs> but I'm saying if you take into account of how much stress she was at, like if that war never ended and then Morpheus was killed and she became head of like, you know I mean? The main army fighting the machines, all that stress and toll put on her. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's the case. Cause it's only, um, I think it's only supposed to be 20 years after mm-hmm. matrix revolutions revelations. So we know that from the official synopsis, it's 20 years later. So I think what happened with her, it's obviously you can tell she has a big scar on her face, everything she's went through some shit. Yeah. Since the last movie. So that war never ended. And I'm guessing we're going to hear about, like, obviously they uploaded uh, Morbius' consciousness into the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Or uh, they have a virtual version of him or something. Um, Did he die? I'm guessing we're going to find out he died in the uh, war against the machines. Because it never ended. And the truce never stopped. Because Agent Smith was never eradicated. Yeah. And they obviously, they healed more. They healed Neo. They healed Trinity. And keeping their keeping their consciousness in a separate matrix of their own. No. So they think that, and then they, obviously they're feeding them the analyst who's uh, played by uh, Patrick Harris. There, like, is feeding him information. Oh no, those aren't real memories. Those are not. This is this is your life. Oh, this is who yeah. you are. Uh, which he's supposed to be a video game developer, I guess. Still in this, like, he was a programmer in the first movie. But I guess he's supposed to be a video game developer in this movie. Um, he's still somewhat of a programmer, I guess. And just telling him like, oh, those dreams you have, those are no, those aren't real things that ever happened to you. They're just, but he's part of the matrix telling him that. Yeah. So it's really, really, I love the fact that like in that trailer too, cause he, he says all these things. Then have the, when they're fighting in the rain, just like in the, it's a callback to the last movie in revelations with, uh, Hugo, we playing agent Smith and that if miss line, he's sitting in the rain he screams, Mr. Anderson. Like just the iconic line, and it makes you go. So, so it is true. Hugo Weaving could have actually played that part, but he actually couldn't do it because he was doing that play he was really passionate about. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Which I think it's fitting actually to get a new actor, um, because he's a program. He can change himself in any way he wants. <coughs> so he changes his identity, all these things. So, which is really cool. Um. And just some of the shots, like, of the war, I think we're going to see some horrific fucking scenes in this movie of the machines fighting machines on the real world. And I think we're also going to see, there's a shot in the earlier trailer of, I'm pretty sure, where Zion did get completely destroyed. Um, and because there's a city they're floating through that looks completely decimated. And I'm guessing that's Zion from the first movie got completely destroyed. And I think the humans that we're going to find out, I don't think they're living... Um, underground anymore. I think they're living above ground. My own theory. They're living above ground to wage this war because they're sick of living underground to continue on. Oh, so. yeah, I would be too. <laughs> um, so, and I lo- like it's just, it's going to be, a, I think there's going to be a lot of callbacks to the first movie. And the one thing that we got an upgrade to is we can tell the tech is upgraded quite a bit because Those, 
ladybug ships things. No, we saw those in the first. Uh, Did you? I, in I, Revelations, we saw those. I don't. I remember the, the the tentacle things. Yeah. No, we saw those. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole. The reason why the androids look like bugs is because after humans exiled them, uh, when they tried to form a truce, the Deus Ex Machina basically made a decree that we will never. Because at first. All the androids are making themselves look like humans because mm-hmm. they wanted to be like humans and they wanted to be allies. Uh, and then the war started and Deus Ex Machina declared that we will never look like them. And they went and made themselves look at what humans, their human psyches fear is bugs. So, so who are the bad guys truly? I think the bad guy is Agent Smith. Oh, well, the, yeah. I think he's forming his own alliance with the part of the machines to wage war to take over uh, the machine world and destroy Deus Ex Machina. Which we don't know indefinitely, but is most likely the architect. And what's Deus's mark? Deus S. Machina is the head. Uh, he's he's the collective consciousness of the machines, kind of, as you could say. Uh, uh, that face, like when at the end of Revelations, when Neo is talking and all the machines gather together and it forms a face he's talking to. That's Deus S. Machina. Which movie and was that? The second one or third? Third one. I've noticed. That. Um, yeah, and uh, the hotel scene where there's an explosion in the trailer, and behind him you can see on the wall it says Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. So, I'm not sure what that means. If that hotel is like a, is where the architect is at this current movie mm-hmm. or not, because we know from the second movie the architect is in a tra- like he's is he's, it a human? Well, no, he's like not human. A robot or, or a well, no, well, or he's an old white. He's like <laughs> he poses himself as like an old white guy with a beard. Okay, all right. Uh, and obviously, that's a mock of like Christianity with their representation of what a god looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and that's obviously the machines mocking humans when they're showing themselves like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I think we're going to see a lot of things. Like one of the things uh, the character Mori says is that we're in infinite loops here. So I think that could be a hint that some people are in. Or there's a lot of truths we don't know about the original Matrix. Or was Neo, because we know there was um, six iterations of the Matrix before him. Well, more than that. But six iterations we know of where there was an anomaly. He's the sixth iteration, well, seventh iteration of the anomaly. Um, But the question is, because this could answer the question, does he age? Was it him? Like, was it? the character Thomas Anderson or whoever else he was called in the other matrix. Was it him? That was the anomaly every single time. Mm-hmm. But the thing that screwed everything up was Trinity in this iteration of the matrix. Um, and obviously we see the same scenes being played out by a different actor. I can't remember her name. Who's playing Trinity as well. Some of the scenes from the first movie. And I'm wondering if they're going to go into a multiverse, like, Oh, these things are all playing out in all the matrix and all these humans are trapped inside it. And it's an infinite loop that happens over and over again that the architect constructed so that humans can never get out of the matrix. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. And then if you see in one of the fight scenes, when he's fighting on the train, he reaches through the window on the train. And then you can see half the half the shot. It turns into the real world inside the pod and his hands coming out of the pod. After reaching through the window. So you're like, what is going on here? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of dimensional shift. Like one of the things that was hinted at in the original trailer. And obviously, Leona Wachowski hinted at was uh, Alice in Wonderland through Looking Glass. Um, the second book, obviously. And there's a lot of mirror scenes of people walking through mirrors or doors. And you see a scene where a 
they're coming after him in the movie theater and the guy shoots a uh, RPG at him and they jump through a gateway and they're on a train in Japan and you see that rocket come through into the train through the wall from the movie theater that's where probably on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a, like a lot of dimensional or matrix shifting, I guess you could say. I don't know. We don't, we don't, that's just, it seems like in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for it. It's two weeks from now. I am going to be there easily on day one, probably, hopefully. Depending on work, we'll see. <laughs> oh, so yeah, weeks are different. Yeah, so I will definitely be there. But I still recommend anybody if you have not gone and see Ghostbusters, go fucking see Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's fantastic. Holy crap! There's not anybody I know that doesn't like that movie so far. Everybody I know has went to see it. Said, "Holy, it, like it's remarkable." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's blew away expectations. So. Yeah, there's things we would like more in it. However, for what it is, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm hoping there's a director's cut. Yeah, be, yeah. There's been like a lot of scenes that I've done, like Bill Murray's done interviews and like all them, and there's all, some other cut scenes of them, like just on set, and they just did that scene, like they redid like the commercial themselves on three, which was kind of cool. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ghostbusters, like you need to call us, you, and they did the whole thing, yeah. like in modern. So, oh, okay. Like, right. yeah. So they released that now because obviously the it's been weeks now. So everybody, obviously, it's past spoiler time. So everybody knows that obviously they're back mm-hmm. as the Ghostbusters. Yeah. So it's not a secret anymore. Um, but I can't wait. I like. I really hope they do more movies. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I don't know. Something might happen. I don't know if they'll be in. Hopefully, they'll be in the movie more than they were. Yeah. Sequel. Uh, maybe yeah I know Bill Murray because Bill Murray is getting up there in age yeah. I know he doesn't do acting as much so yeah. you might not see him um, I do know that there the, I, the there is talks of the sequel being a sequel to the second movie oh where, with the painting yeah with the, that guy he was in another painting Ooh. that could be cool yeah and then maybe get the actual like to well I would like them to take it from the game <laughs> <laughs> for, oh. for another storyline, but well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, well, I'm sure somebody on on YouTube made a scene for scene of the game to make it look like a movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, but no, like I I'm really impressed. I do think, uh, what's his name, Ernie Hutchins, Hudson, Hudson. Yeah, I think we'll definitely if there's a sequel, we'll definitely see him. Yeah, he's every interview I saw, he was like super enthused about the movie. He was really excited. The same thing with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Um, I think we'll see him. I'm just not so sure about Bill Murray. Um, uh, just cause Bill Murray, he, he liked, he was really, he, you know what I mean? He said, Jason did absolutely a great job. His dad would be super proud of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bill Murray just doesn't act. His dad is super proud of him. Dad is super. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's not dead yet. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. So I just don't, there's Bill Murray doesn't do a lot of acting. Lately. No, he doesn't. Yeah. No. So that's understandable. He's getting up there in age. You'd want to stop at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're like, what's his name? Uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood keeps on saying, or, or oh, Stallone. He just keep, came who, out with a new one. Who keeps on saying he's going to stop and they call him more. Yeah. He's in that. Eastwood's in that new movie where he takes the kid over the over the border. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. running. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, yeah. I do want to see, though. I do have to say, though, I do want to see the new Rocky cut, though. 
of Rocky Four because Rocky Four is easily one of my favorite movies. I'm not a fan. Uh, I've just never gotten into those. I'm not a big fan of boxing to begin with. I know you say it's about a, the story, but yeah, like I would it say, it turns me off to begin with. I've like, never been a fan. Yeah, I would say Rocky One is good and Rocky Four is good. The rest are kind of crap. No. Well, Creed actually is good. I do like uh, the Creed movie. I saw the one, saw the one with his son in it, where he was the guy from Heroes. Oh yeah, yeah that was okay. Was. I don't know. That was okay. It wasn't great. But anyway, this has been talking gaming and tech. We will be back next week at 6 p.m., hopefully, uh, <laughs> on twitch.tv slash gettechgeeks. Uh, it's been Tech Prime Media. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And never check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash techprimemedia. And Tech Prime Media, anywhere else you want to look at us up on social media, uh, definitely go check out our videos. Google uh, us. Yeah, Google <laughs> us. We're right up there. Uh, <laughs> uh, go check us out. Like, the last video uh, was of your Retro World Expo, if you want to check that out. If not, there's a lot. Of, there's a really cool keyboard build, if you want to go check that out. There's over 700 videos on our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Of <laughs> if you want to go look at our backlog, go for it. Go check it out. There's a lot there. Um, but, yeah. So, obviously, there's you know, I mean, new videos coming soon. So, stay tuned. Subscribe. Hit the bell. And until next week. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media. We'll see you next time. Uh, Button.